cursive shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Happy Twilight Tuesday. Happy Twilight Tuesday. I have stage fright right now. Me too. Or Mike fright. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to call it. This might be, I think this is our 80th episode. Am I wrong? I th- thought it was a 79th. Okay. Close. Yeah. That's a good number. 79. Yeah. 79 is a funny <laughs> number because one time I was on a bus and this drunk man was like, 79. <laughs> really? 79. He was complaining about the Celtic score or something. Oh. I guess it was 79. 79. 79. Bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and then he was like, heck, heck, he was drunk, obviously. He was heckling the bus driver. And then he was like, can you believe this fucking 79? 79. And then the bus driver's like, um... Like, next time it will be 80. And then the drunk guy who was, like, being mean to him was like, okay, that's funny, I'll give you that. Oh, or something. No way. I don't know. Oh, but my god. He kind of had to be there, but whenever I hear the word 79, I just can't help but think of that man. Hmm. I knew it was a good number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, guys, it's Kel and Mel, Mel and Kel. Yes. And we are in Mel's room again, mm-hmm. and it's very twilighty. As Thank I said you. last time, but just want to remind you, there's great toilet vibes in here. And Thanks. we are continuing to talk about life and death mm-hmm. today. We did just have a mini episode where we read what other people think of yes. life and death. And, I mean, I'm going to just pitch it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a pretty good pretty good episode. It was really fun, yeah. And oh, and our next mini episode's going to be really fun. Wait, is it? Flightless Bird? Flightless Bird. Yes. Oh so, you God. know, like, in English class, when you would take a poem and you would analyze it mm-hmm. line by line, we're going to go line by line on Flightless Bird. Obviously, we've done the... Um, music episodes before but we're gonna do a whole episode about this one yes, song yes 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 we were gonna do it for a real episode but it hasn't won any polls so mm-hmm. we're just gonna do it but yeah no patreon is totally optional but if you wanted to hear more of what people think of life and death you could just sign up and then quit yep right you could away. sign up and quit yeah <laughs> we don't check to see who quits so if you're quitting yeah. don't feel bad about it <laughs> we love you mm-hmm. forever yeah. And ever. Well, before we get into it, I feel like we had some things we wanted to say. But also, don't, like, sign up, quit, and then, like, oh, sign up again yeah, no, and quit no, no, again. No. I know. Maybe <laughs> we shouldn't have said that. I know. I'm worried that, like... <laughs> I was just... I felt weird that I promoted it, so then yeah. I was trying to cover up. Yeah. It is a nice way to show support, but... <laughs> If you do sign up and then find it's not for you or your finances change, hey, that's okay. <laughs> but we would obviously prefer if people didn't do yeah, that. Exactly. But I just wanted to say if you wanted to hear more between yeah. the lines mm-hmm. of life and death, it was there. Yes. Yes. It was there. It was there. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so some other fun stuff. Uh, where to start? Where to start? We have to give a huge shout out to one of mm-hmm. our listeners Mm-hmm. Van Wedge um, for creating fan art. Um, of us. Of us. Crazy. Can you believe it? Probably the coolest 
thing that ever happened. I said it to my mom and she was like, cool. What, when are you coming home for, it's like, no. Excuse me, this is a huge deal. Yeah, she totally glossed like, over Like, how it. often does someone you don't even know in real life make artwork of you? Yes. <laughs> I, I truly, it's crazy. I have to say, like, it made me emotional. Like, I just felt mm. so, the fact that someone, like, took time to, like, to kind of study us, like, there was, yeah. it was so accurate to who we are, mm-hmm. and, like, even, like, our mannerism, mannerisms, our yeah. posture. And it's our apartment. Our apartment that we shared, and mm-hmm. the same exact, like, artwork on the wall. Yeah. The same couch, the ottoman. I know. Literally the same microphone. Even the little pennant on the wall, like, the thing I had that said, small liberal arts college stole all my money, even that was on the wall. Yes, yeah, and the thing that, like, literally was the most crazy to me is my earrings that he (laughs) gave me are, like, earrings that I wear all the time, and they're my, like, favorite go-to earrings. I I don't think I brought them in the move. I have to look for them um but when I go I home I find them but I just like I was like going through my social media and I was like I can't even find a picture of me wearing these like yeah. how did he know it was just so crazy so crazy and you like I feel like th- those are your shorts I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow what? yeah with like a choker I was like that's I so you <laughs> I'm ch- okay is there a picture of us like that or no I don't think so yeah. But it was, I do always, like, touch my hair when I'm talking, so that was crazy, too. Yeah. That was in the picture. It just captured (laughs) our essence so well, and it really made me feel, like, seen and heard, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, wow. Just wow. Mm -hmm. That's all we can say. Yeah, so... so Thank you. Thank you so much. Like, it (gasps) truly was such a highlight. I think of, like... The past few years, there's been so many highs of this podcast, but that's... That's that's true. That's up there, for sure. Mm. I just got emotional. Yeah. I'm sorry. And he, <laughs> and he was so casual about it, too. Like, yeah. oh, I made this fan art. Let me know if you have any feedback <laughs> of things to change. Like, oh my well, god, change it. <laughs> Can you imagine? It was perfect. I think he made us look pretty good. Yeah, I know. Thank you so much. <laughs> In other news, we just had a funny story today we mm-hmm, wanted to share mm-hmm. with you. Right before this, we went to a little restaurant mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, and the waiter was talking to us after, and he, he's, I don't know, he's just like, oh, do you like your sandwiches? Yeah. And we're like, yeah. And it's then, like a cool vibe. Yeah. You know? He's just asking, I don't know, then he said, so what are you doing after, what did he say? He said, so what are you guys doing after this? <laughs> and obviously this was the plan. Yeah, the plan was to record the podcast, but Mel and I just had the strangest reaction. We both <laughs> acted like, I don't know, like Darren headlights like caught, like, um, <laughs> We just started like, like giggling. Yeah, we didn't suspicious. answer. <laughs> I was like, um. <laughs> and then he goes like, uh, just, like just chilling. Yeah, it honestly <laughs> seemed like we were about to hook up with each yeah. other is what it seemed like. <laughs> Our response was so weird. It was so awkward. Yeah, we both didn't know what to say because we didn't know if we wanted to say, oh, we're recording a podcast. Yeah, and then he'd say, what's the name of it? Oh, (laughs) let me look it up. Oh, that's so cool. Like, I just... Twilight? Oh, I didn't know people still like that. Yeah, yeah, I just couldn't (laughs) get into that. It wasn't the time or place. No, it was very awkward. Yeah, I feel like I'm constantly, like, whenever I reveal the podcast, Mm -hmm. it's this whole conversation, and it's really nice when people, like are mm-hmm. interested but um it can be a little bit like groundhog day to have the same conversation yeah. over and over again yeah 
we also just talked about this on the Patreon. Just, you know, it's tough sometimes talking to non-fans about yes, Twilight. We don't know. if Maybe this guy's a Twilight fan. I don't know, but... I'm going to say Was it no. worth the risk? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say no. Um, <laughs> it wasn't worth the risk. No. Because then it's like sometimes they come at it with an approach where you then have to be defending it. And you're like, well, you know, what am I doing here? Oh, Twilight? What do you think about toxic, toxic relationships? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. That we were, happened. We contemplating saying that we were going to do a different well, this was a joke after. We didn't, in the moment we froze. Yeah. That we were going to say we were, like, the My Favorite Murder Ladies <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're just recording a podcast. Yeah. Oh, really? What's what it called? Oh. Um, I don't know if you've heard it, My Favorite Murder. Um, stuff You Should Know. Yeah, Stuff You Should Know. <laughs> There's, like, a high chance you would have listened to that, and now it's, like, two men with deep yeah. voices. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, like you just thought that we're really good at turning those voices on. <laughs> well, so we record it, but we don't talk, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. We, just, <laughs> we are just the ones that press play. Mm-hmm. We're producers. Yeah. No. What's another popular podcast? By women? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> A lot of them are just oh, so the, niche. Oh, what if we were the Call Your Daddy? Oh, is that what it's called? Call Your Daddy? <laughs> no, is, is it really called? But I, yeah, it Call is. Me Daddy. No, it's Call Your... Call Her Daddy. <laughs> oh, Call Her Daddy. Right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Clearly you've never listened to <laughs> No, me neither. <laughs> what if we said the wrong name? <laughs> <laughs> call Daddy. <laughs> Excuse me? No, but I... I think that her picture is, like, on... Because I've, like, looked it up before. Oh, I never okay. even l- listened. I just... I don't know why. And I'm pretty sure her picture is... It used to be two girls, right? But yeah, I think... One. Oh, just one? Yeah. Oh, does she have Something guests? happened where the other... I don't know. Okay, yeah, I think I, I, I heard... This is a very fringe I, but... news story I didn't look into. <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people listening probably know exactly what They're, happened. like, ripping their hair out listening yeah. to this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait... <laughs> So they never replaced the other one? I believe, I could be wrong, I believe it's just one girl now. It's so funny to, to talk about some news story that you have very little knowledge of. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I don't even know why I know this. I think I heard about it on another podcast. I've actually never listened to that podcast. Yes, no, neither have I. So I don't have no idea what it's about. I think it, is it about relationships? I think it's, I think it's just kind of like a commentary on okay. life. But yeah, I think it might be dating like blowjobs okay. like <laughs> blowjobs I get the same person I get it's like yeah kind of crude like yeah I get the crude yeah, yeah cause okay call Sex. her daddy yeah okay yeah and you sure it's not call me daddy I'm pretty sure it's call her daddy okay yeah I don't get what that means like what that she's like in control <laughs> call your daddy call me I don't think it's definitely call and daddy are it's in not, there it's not me it could be I, do you think call her daddy is supposed to mean, like, call her, not literally her, but, like, call her father? Call her father? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I just never really got it. Sometimes I would see people listening to that at work. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. This doesn't seem appropriate, but teach their own. Maybe it's... We don't even know what we're talking about. We should probably stop talking yeah. about it. <laughs> I know. So many of you this probably This has don't. nothing to do with Twilight. I remember one time I was actually listening to our podcast at work, and mm-hmm. I accidentally um, <laughs> took my headphones out and started playing in the office. <laughs> no. 
It was so I quiet. I hope it wasn't a part when we were talking about, I don't know, the fluids. Literally, like, I, I stopped it so fast. I'm like, I hope people do not hear that that was my voice. <laughs> they hear your voice. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been on some dates lately. Yeah. <laughs> god but i told a couple of people and they said they didn't hear it Ugh, man so i hate has this happened to you before people just start playing it in front of you um that's so embarrassing no no one has i feel like people have looked it up actually some people maybe start playing it yeah i mean they never make it that far because i'll stop be like i'll be like stop 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 yeah it'll just be the theme song playing yeah but... oh you reminded me of bella in the moon there <laughs> stop 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 <laughs> Yeah. It's the same type of pain. You know how I said I was going to read Midnight Sun just to get into the spirit? Yeah. The other day, I didn't open Midnight Sun, but I opened up the graphic novel. <gasps> nice. Yes, we have to do a graphic novel So, episode. I've been reading it, looking at it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Nice. It's cool. It's interesting. Actually, kind of tripped me out. The first mention of Dr. Colin... I can't believe I'm saying this. I thought of a woman. <gasps> really? Yeah. Wow. That's fucked up. That's you know it's understandable because you're in a life and death phase. Yeah, but I, 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 I can't I think even once, imagine that. I think once I leave the life and death phase, like I can't, I can't believe it happened either. I can't but then they woman. show. Yeah. It's very visual. Once they show him, Carlisle, then then I totally got over that. But I literally yeah. can't even imagine a woman when I'm reading life and death. Mm-hmm. Not that women can't be doctors, obviously. That's not what I'm saying. You said that like Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Clearly they can. Weirdly, I kind of pictured, I don't know if you know who I'd be talking about, but um, the woman from Game of Thrones who's super tall and blonde. Did you know her? No. Okay, it's all right. Yeah, no. I know you haven't. I'm forgetting her name right now, though. Okay. That's so Fake fan. Up. No. Just kidding. But it's, you know, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I think it went off the air and... 2019? 2018? 2019? Yeah. 2019. Yeah. Wow. Two years. Brienne of Tarth. Oh, that's her name? Yeah. Oh, you just came up with it. Oh, wow. You said it like you knew it all along. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot momentarily, but I know. But for some reason, I picture Mm -hmm. her, and I feel like that's not really what Stephanie's going for. Yeah. I'll have to look her up. She's supposed to be, like, very tough, like, swords woman <laughs> <laughs> well anyway we have some listener mail such tangents about life and death that we teased we do, we do. last week so i'm gonna read it this is from olivia hi olivia hey and she's a newish listener and Whoa. she has a few thoughts on life and death she says hey calamel i'm live oh sorry live <laughs> She said, I discovered your podcast about a month ago and I've already listened to almost all your episodes so you <gasps> could say that I'm a fan. Haha. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't believe someone could spend that much time wow. with us. I hope you don't get sick of us. I know. <laughs> I, please take a break if you feel like you're getting sick mm-hmm, and then come mm-hmm, back when mm-hmm. you're ready, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You do all you need to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I've listened to other Twilight podcasts before. I know, really? I know. I'm breaking the rules. It's okay. <laughs> But I haven't found another one like yours. What? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mel's making eyes right now. <laughs> I'm 
and blushing. <laughs> Most go chapter by chapter, week by week, which is cool, but there's so much more to discuss than that. I was so excited to find you guys and see that you talk about everything Twilight, and although you do recognize the issues that are in it, you still find mm-hmm. a way to love it. Anyway, which is exactly how I feel. I'm a bit sad to say that I went through an anti-Twilight phase. Hey, it's okay. (laughs) For a long time after initially loving it, and I've been fully back on the bandwagon for about the past year now. As long as you came back, it's totally fine. (laughs) I've been wanting to reach out to you guys, let you know how much I enjoy the podcast, and also to tell you how I got back into Twilight. I got back into it by becoming obsessed with life and death. Whoa. Wow. I still (laughs) prefer the original series, though. Don't worry. Winky face. So late 2020, I discovered a few YouTube videos about the Twilight Renaissance, and I was reminded about Midnight Sun and Life and Death. Because I had been out of the fandom for so long, I felt like I wasn't ready for Midnight Sun yet, so I decided to check out Life and Death. I was a bit confused at first, constantly trying to figure out who was who, but I decided to give up, just enjoy it as a new story, and I loved it. I actually re-listened to it a few times. I think about 20% of that is because I find the audiobook's narrator voice so soothing. It is pretty soothing. Anyway... I know that liking life and death is an unpopular opinion, so I tried to figure out why I enjoy it so much. Something you guys said about the progression of the series actually helped me figure that out. Ooh, like the two of you, I most enjoy Twilight and New Moon, aka the development of Edward and Bella's relationship. Mm. Minimal love triangle and no vampire babies or inappropriate werewolf to toddler relationships. Minor vampire politics. <laughs> just that incredible, beautiful, sexy romance. To me, life and death is another chance at feeling the nostalgia of reading it for the first time again. It's the same mm. premise, same world, same forbidden romance, but slightly different characters and a slightly different story. I mean, I know I'm in the minority here, but I feel like someone gave me a gift and it's not even my birthday. Oh, <laughs> The story is similar enough that it's comforting and nostalgic but different enough that it's still interesting in my opinion anywho i know that you guys are uh discussing life and death soon so i wanted to share my thoughts looking forward to hearing yours thanks so much for all you guys do i'm going to be a bit bummed when i catch up in real time and no longer have a backlog of episodes to binge so you may see me on the patreon soon Hope you guys are enjoying life in New York, your fellow New Yorker. Wow, and Twilight fan, Liv. Where? Where? (laughs) (laughs) And um, she also said, P.S., I also experienced the phenomenon of seeing Charlie as just a dad when I first saw Billy Burke play him in the movie in 2008. But now that I'm 26, Hmm. I definitely see him a bit differently. So I had to show you guys the sweater that I... I got a few months ago, V, a.k.a. Mary Alice Brandon, um, the uh, Alice cosplayer, posted the link on her story, and I had to have it, and it's a wicked cute um, Charlie shirt. Whoa. Wait, what does it say? Uh, it says, famous uh, ladies man, with him cool. and a beer. Liv, thanks so much for listening and for writing us. I love this Thank perspective. You. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. I think what it comes down to is, like, some people are able to see it as a new story. Mm-hmm. Like, some people aren't. And, like, I think that's, like... That's strange. I think it's literally, like, brain, like your brain makeup. <laughs> like, I think I just don't have it in me to do that. But, like, I think if I did, then I would have probably mm. enjoyed it more. I wonder if I, like, tried to meditate and be, like, present. Yeah. Clear my mind. And then maybe I could have. I didn't try to do that. But. I think my thing <laughs> is, like, when I would read the dialogue, like, I would just be right back into Twilight that, like, mm-hmm. I would just, like, get back into reading the original characters without realizing it. Yeah. Out of, like, muscle memory. I think you're right. Like, the people that were able to 
Because we, I tried to do it too, to do the like letting go, like, I'm just going to see this as a news story. Because I know that was yeah. people's advice, but it just didn't work. Yeah. It didn't happen. Um, I think it's literally a form of like intelligence and skill. Like, you know, some people are really good at like... Are you saying we're dumb? No, no, no. It's just like, you know, people have different intelligence, like forms of intelligence. Like some people are good with like um, spatial awareness. Yes, I'm yes, not. Yes. I'm no, really no, bad at that. And neither. I like, I'll always struggle. And so I think something like this, like I just really struggled with it. Mm-hmm. It does make me feel like closed minded. That, I mean, I guess I did think of a lady when I saw Dr. Cullen. Yeah. That's progress. But, um, I, I know, like, one of our complaints is that the names are, like, not similar enough, but mm-hmm. I almost wonder, like, what if they were completely totally different? Like, like yeah. Edith didn't even start with an E. Yeah, I think that would have been maybe a little bit easier. It might have been to separate hard completely. if you're, like, trying to, I don't, I don't know. It might have been more difficult or it might have made me able to picture someone else. Because I almost think, like, the E-D, I just know it's Edward. Yeah, I think, I think, like, what would have made it a little bit easier for me if the dialogue, if there was no, like, exactly replicated dialogue. So we left off on chapter 13, and I'm pretty sure this is very similar to Mm -hmm. the Twilight version. Yeah. If I remember correctly, this is the meadow scene. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's not really scene, but chapter. Differences <laughs> in this part. As I mentioned, chapter mm-hmm. 13, there is a typo. I mentioned oh it last goodness. week. I lifted her hand, turning it this way, and that I as watched. <laughs> Good job, Mel, finding that. I know. So should we just get into it? No, let's, ready? let's get into it. Okay, chapter 13. Confessions. Confess. So... I have to say, oh no, this scene like there's a lot <laughs> somewhere. When you have Ida saying, "I'm the world's most dangerous, best predator, aren't I?" Everything about me invites you in. My voice, my face, even my smell, as if I needed any of that. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. this sounds awful, but like I don't know if I believed that <laughs> coming no, from Ida. No, me neither. Because so no. far in this story, she has also read a little bit more sweet than Edward. Yeah. And so when she's talking about herself as a dangerous predator, like, I just, like, she hasn't really threatened me yet. Mm-hmm. I know. I totally get what you mean. It just didn't feel scary. hmm I don't know. I'm just struggling. <laughs> because... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like... <laughs> We're stumped. I don't know what to say about She's it. just not inherently physically threatening, even though she definitely is a physical threat. Yeah. But, like, the way that Bo describes her, like, he's not afraid of her. And Belle, of course, is not afraid of Edward either. But mm. we are afraid of men. Like, collectively, <laughs> as a society, men are dangerous. So you do kind of believe him when he says it, but, like, I don't necessarily believe it when Edith says it. Yeah. I mean, I think we all think Edward is good and pure mm-hmm. at heart and stuff, but, like, when he says he's dangerous, it does seem a little bit scary or intimidating, mm-hmm. at least, and this just doesn't intimidate me. Yeah. Honesty. Honesty. <laughs> Gotta be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this as if you could outrun me? She said bitterly. 
yeah, I don't know. It's hard to picture. She leaped a dozen feet straight up, grabbing a two-foot-thick branch and wrenching it away from the trunk without any sign of effort. That's pretty cool. I would love to see it. I think we've said this on the podcast. I know we said it on the Patreon. A life and death movie would be really cool to see yeah. how they portray this. And I think it would help me more. Mm-hmm. Did ever I I don't want to make you look at it, but when she says like as if you could fight me off, she said gently. Behind her, the sound of tree crashing to the earth echoed through the forest. Like that just doesn't seem scary. Like gently, but maybe Edward said it gently. Let me look. I wrote on page two ten. I had a sticky note. This is when she's saying. Yes, you are exactly my brand of heroin. Does that happen often? I spoke to my sisters about it. She still stared into the distance. To just mean every one of you is much the same. Blah, blah, blah. I wrote on my sticky, this chapter is so similar to the original. Edith is more similar to Edward, basically the same, unlike Bo and Bella. Yeah. I mean, I do think Bo and Bella are like, pretty maybe, similar, but we but do like, spend more time with Bo. That's true, but I don't know. Edith's... A lot of her dialogue just yeah seems exactly the same. I think that's why I read it as a gay love story between <laughs> Bo and Edward because it's just like when you hear those lines and you don't necessarily get mm-hmm. like a feminine description or like physical description every time it's read like it's like mm-hmm. it just could be Edward saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the heroine food analogy that whole conversation was so similar to me are we on chapter 13 right yeah okay let me see sorry said i don't scare you we ask playfully what's the line where she says it gently as if you could fight me off wait has she already stepped in the sunlight yeah i think so yes okay he says i'm the world's most the best predator, aren't I? Everything about me invites you in. My voice, my face, even my smell. As if I knew you knew that. Unexpectedly, he was on his feet, blah, blah, blah. He laughed bitterly. As if you could fight me off, he said gently. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. He said it gently, too. Uh-oh. I know. I feel like a lot of this, when in doubt, you're like, that's different. It's the same. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, it's the same. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's the movie messing with us. I know it is because we're, we're picturing it like he's screaming. I know, or she. <laughs> That's funny. That's like the Dumbledore and Goblet of Fire. You know about that? Like in the movie, oh yeah, like him in the Goblet of Fire, and like puts his hands around his neck. But in the book, he's like. Hey, did you put your That's name? so funny. <laughs> said softly. <laughs> said softly. <laughs> I changed it so much. Anyway, moving on. Gosh, mm. like, should I just cut that whole thing out? No, I think it's good that we confirmed. <laughs> okay, so I was reading this and I was confused. I, I For some reason, I really thought, like, this is when they kiss in the meadow. I thought that he was going to kiss her first. And I was like, What? What page? Um, page 216 says, I tried to move in slow motion so that she could guess everything I would 
do before I did it, I let the palms slide down the sides of her slender neck, let them rest on her shoulders while my thumbs followed the impossibly fragile curve of her collarbones. That must be different. Yeah, impossibly fragile curve of her... Yeah, that's new. That... Don't even look. No, yeah. <laughs> Bella's not tracing Edward's collarbones. No, no, Is no. she? I don't, I don't think she ever describes Edward as fragile. No. Possibly fragile. Imagine if she does. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> I'm not going to check. But see, descriptions like that... Yeah. Not scary. No, it's not... Impossibly yeah. fragile curve of her collarbones? She's, she's literally not fragile. I know, I know. So I really don't get... It. I feel Bella's like... Bella's fragile. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, so I really was like, oh my god, (laughs) Bo was about to kiss her. But that doesn't happen. She then is the one who makes the move, just like it's exactly how Edward does it. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. It is odd when she carries him out on her back. (laughs) And he says, well, you're so small. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why... People that love life and death must be dying. But I don't know why I can't, like, see it. And he says, am I hurting you? And she goes, please, Bo. <laughs> he doesn't get it. Please. Because, okay, before the movies came out, you know, mm-hmm. we did read them before then. And I could picture Edward so well. I could picture Bella. I could picture everything so well. Bella's house. Like, I yes. could really picture it. Even and- though he looked like Zac Efron <laughs> to me. <laughs> He looked not like Zac Efron or Robert Pattinson, but I don't know how to describe him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know why. Maybe it's just too much. It's like too close to home. I think that's the issue. Mm-hmm. But like and I said, when we get to the end, like I do yeah. think this book does not stand alone without Twilight just mm-hmm. because of the things that like are not given their due. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that get to that friends don't let friends drive drunk drunk (laughs) you're intoxicated by my very presence so then chapter 14 mind Mind over matter matter. yeah charlie said that the other day and i was like oh edward says that (laughs) (laughs) chapter 14 i guess i mean edith yeah true says that um i always think about this part music in the 50s was good much better than the 60s or the 70s Ugh. The 80s were bearable. I always think that's so weird that Edward thinks that. I know. I mean, I love them all. I mean, I don't know the 50s as well, but I love 60s, 70s, and 80s. <laughs> yeah, even... But it's weird that he hates or the 60s 70s. and 70s. Ugh. And thinks the 80s are bearable. I know. I A feel lot like... of people consider the 60s and 70s to be, like, the best time in music. Ever. And maybe he's thinking of, like, disco, but I also maybe. think that's really good, too. It seems like he maybe likes, or she, um, likes, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think of 50s as being, like, a little bit poppy, yeah. but, like, still in a rock way, but, like, not, it's definitely not rock as we know it today, you know? Did you see the Twilight Instagram shared no. um, a Spotify wrapped? <laughs> it was obviously one of the admins shared it but like the top it was like but who to guess bella's a swifty because it was like in the top one percent like listening to taylor swift and i think the other artists were like maybe like olivia rodrigo you know like who's what i don't get it i don't know so i messaged my friend who like works at the you know for the mm-hmm. twilight instagram and i was like whose idea was that yeah. <laughs> 
Like, no, that's not she's canon. Not a, she's not a Taylor yeah. Swift fan. I don't get that. But then Spotify responded and were like, we always knew she was a Taylor Swift fan. I don't fan. think Bella would be. She would not be a Taylor no Swift fan. No way. I'm sorry. No. I was like, you have to delete that. People are yeah. going to get mad about that. <laughs> Did anybody? <laughs> I think so. People were like, no, she only listens to Linkin Park. Yeah. Yeah. She's not into stuff like she's that. She's not. Like, There's I don't no way. think... I, and like I love Taylor Swift, she's my yeah, top but she's artist. She's not into like pop. She's not into pop, and I feel like she's not into like weirdly, she's not into love songs. Yeah, no, I think I don't think she would be either. Do you think she would have? Evolved? Do you think like Bella in twenty twenty one as a vampire might listen to Taylor Swift? No, no, I don't think so. I yeah. just don't. I don't see Taylor Swift in that world. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think. I could picture her listening to, like, Manchester Orchestra or something. Which like... Colin do you think is most likely to listen to Taylor Swift? Rosalie? I was going to say um, Emmett, actually. <laughs> Why? I don't I think he would just like her unironically. Yeah, I think he would appreciate it. Maybe. I think he's a little bit of a romantic. <laughs> I don't know. I think he could like it. But he likes to dance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I could see him maybe not edward no (laughs) but yeah i just wanted to share that because i was like that's "That's..." so wrong yeah sorry i part of me wondered if whoever was running it just like accidentally posted it to the wrong account (laughs) what else was on there do you want me to check real quick sure i feel like it's gonna piss me off it must be somebody's actual it is thing. definitely because so that's just because like, that data is like that's just wrong to use that for the twilight account it's just oh. lazy it's um the top songs champagne problems by taylor swift decode paramore that makes sense enough for you by no, olivia rodrigo no. What's the... solar power no solar power halsey, by lord one one two yeah halsey definitely not this is so wrong <laughs> And top artist is uh, Taylor Swift by no, 1%. No, 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 Also, I like Lord, but no. Lord, it's maybe, okay, Lord's first album, yes, but mm. not her other two. No, no, no. The Bella comments. doesn't, Bella doesn't party. No. Bella doesn't, no. Solar Power, definitely not. No yeah. way. The comments, this is out of character, LL. <laughs> Paramore, Decode, only the rest, not so much. Mm-hmm. Someone said, the music does not seem like what Bella would listen to. (laughs) Someone else said, Bella would never listen to Olivia Rodrigo. I don't care. (laughs) I don't have anything, like, against them. Well, I'm actually not that. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. I don't have anything against them. I was going to say, oh, Halsey. Um, I don't have anything against them, but that's just not Bella's style. I feel like she listens to, like, classical. She doesn't even like music that much. Yeah. So obviously we love the Twilight account. Um, they actually just commented on our post yesterday and called us Twilight Queens. So oh, thank you, thank you. Well, I doubt <laughs> they're actually listening. <laughs> they're definitely not. Yeah, freedom of speech. I think that that was a mistake. Definitely. Yeah. No. And so does everybody in the comments. Yeah. And so I knew there was going to be a lot of backlash. I'm like with actually that. pissed about this. <laughs> I know. Like the lack of research that went into that, or just the laziness. Well, and so or then, the selfishness yeah. of just wanting to post your own top music. I know, and it's just like it's. It'd be different if someone had like 
of playlists. Also, Bella's, like, into classical music, yeah. you know? But so, someone, uh, Spotify responded to it. Like, I feel official... like she would listen to Coldplay, maybe. I think so. But she, I don't really think of her as a music lover that much, anyway. I don't know. Oh, yeah, they even shared the t- uh, the number one song, Fearless. Why are they sharing this? Oh, the, the song you proclaim your love in the rain is Fearless. Who the I know. is this? So odd. Taylor Swift has literally nothing to do with Twilight. Literally nothing. So it feels very I mean, weird. you could draw the connection that she dated Taylor Lautner. <laughs> I guess. And then Spotify responded, we all know knew Taylor Swift was... No, we be- didn't. We all knew Bella was a Swiftie. No, we didn't. She's no... And then Twilight said, Taylor Swift is for icons only. What? Also, wow. How did Taylor so sneakily get people to love her again? Well, People, like, hated her only a couple years ago. I know. And it was, like, not even cool to say you liked her anymore, I think. Well, the same with Twilight, yeah, I, guess. I guess. I mean... But I think Taylor was more successful at it. I think a lot of it is, like, people always loved her music and, like, mm-hmm. always will. And so people were mad at her about playing the victim and stuff like that. But more audio did come out that showed that she did say no to the... The further we get away from reputation, mm-hmm. people just forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, four, <laughs> of my, four out of five of my top songs were Taylor Swift songs. I was in her 1% of fans, <laughs> so I love Taylor. Taylor. My, my Apple Music. I don't know when that happens. They do that too, but I think it's later. Mm, I, I don't know what it'll be. Yeah. I Probably wish mine was now. later because I feel like it's it does uh, discount everything I listen to in December. Yeah, it's weird. You know? I don't know. In November. I think they stopped calculating it early in November. What? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, Anyways. back to yes. the book. That was infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> Inaccurate. Like, I'm just mad that some random girl that works or guy. there. What you think it was Sebastian? It was not Sebastian. Oh, uh, shared her thing to that. I don't know. That yeah. just seems really lazy. Well, to Sebastian me. shared his with me, and his top artist was like Lil Nas X. Wouldn't it be funny if? Oh my fr- god, we always knew Bella was. <laughs> <laughs> we knew Bella loved Lil Nas X. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That would be pretty funny, because it would just be so outrageous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know that, like, I feel like she's been described as liking music. I'm not sure where I'm getting this from. Like, that that's one of... Maybe it's in the um the guide, I think, is, like, mm-hmm. one of her hobbies. I really don't think Bella is that into music. Like, she literally just listens to the CD that Phil gave her. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't, like... Go, go out of her she way. She wasn't reading, yeah. like, music magazines to figure out, like, what... You know, she didn't go to the record store. No, <laughs> Bella's <laughs> not going to records. Yeah, stores. she didn't, like, pick this out on her own. It was just like, oh, here's this random CD I have. I guess I'll put it in my CD player. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really consider her a music fan. I don't either. And that doesn't seem to bother Edward. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, he's not into modern music either. That's so. true. They're just listening to their classical music. (laughs) That one song. Yeah. (laughs) The piano. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he plays the piano, Mm -hmm. and she listens. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. (laughs) Mind over matter. I said, I think Bella says the exact same things, but Bella was saying her driving was just fine, I had to admit, when she kept a 
the reasonable the speed reasonable like it just sounds like such an old man <laughs> coming from a teenage boy that's true i was born in chicago in 1901 so yeah this is the car ride mm-hmm. very similar mm-hmm. i did write a note here and it was like no nah, had nothing to really do with what was going on well kind of did because she's talking about her family mm-hmm. maybe i'll just read it actually she says She's describing everything. Actually, it's pretty much the same. (laughs) Kareen brought Royal into our family next. I didn't realize until much later that she was hoping he would be to me what Ernest was to her. She was careful with her thoughts around me, but he was never more than a brother. It was only two years later that he found Eleanor. He was hunting. We were in Appalachia at the time and found a bear about to finish her off. He carried her to Kareen more than a hundred miles, afraid he wouldn't be able to do it himself. I'm only beginning to guess how difficult the journey was for him. Mm. It just interesting. Interesting because I don't know what time period this is, but you just think it's hard to believe. She's out there with a bear. Yeah. Yeah, what's she doing in the woods by herself? <laughs> I think as women, there were women. Let's say mountaineers. I don't know what I was gonna say. Let's, there were women out in nature yeah. back then, but the dynamic definitely is a little different. I mean, he's supposed to be. I don't even. What is? What are? I don't know what his vibe is really. Royal. Royal. But. And also, royal to me sounds like a feminine name, so I'm really struggling <laughs> with that. But um, I'm wondering. Let's consider the switch here. You know, Rosalie is better that Edward didn't want her because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's so beautiful. Yeah. Now Royal, is Royal better that Edith didn't want him? I'm not sure. It also feels pretty different, even though they're both mm-hmm. bad, like, get over it. But mm-hmm. for some reason, I can understand Rosalie a bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It. I. I. maybe it's just something in our culture but i feel like you expect a guy to like get over it yeah <laughs> that it's well because i think it's weird that he would be holding a grudge this long forgive me if i'm wrong though i feel like vanity with guys is like a lot more unlikable than a vain woman is that right yeah i mean yeah i would hope vanity isn't good and either but i do think women get a pass yeah for some reason because yeah. they're beautiful <laughs> <laughs> kind of beautiful hey edward's beautiful yeah true um i just think like some guys like already can have unlikable characteristics and when you mm-hmm. add like vanity it's like oh my god you know? it does seem like a feminine trait yeah yeah i mean it literally is fame. isn't there a greek god yeah I guess. what's her name <laughs> <laughs> know the one with the mirror yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I forget good her point name. mel yeah and so that's what like our idea of vanity yeah. is even based off of it's very feminine feminine mm-hmm. it's like i feel like it is a innate thing in a way that women care not all women but like Ooh. it's not like all girls clearly <laughs> a mating thing almost yeah to be attractive exactly. to I don't know, get a man to have children with or whatever. Yeah. Like, just going We're back. We're not scientists. Like, yeah. we don't know for sure. But... but I think, yeah, men don't need to be 
like super I don't know I mean no I know exactly yeah. what you mean because <laughs> I feel like in our society mm-hmm. it is more acceptable for a beautiful woman to be with a not conventionally attractive man than mm-hmm. it is for a conventionally attractive man really handsome hot guy to be with a mm-hmm. less attractive woman yeah right because i feel like going back just forever to like cave days or whatever it's like a man just needs to be able to like provide mm-hmm. for his family yeah so obviously it doesn't have to be that way we're not saying that, i'm just that's talking what about like. yeah i'm exactly. just talking about the way it has been the historical context yeah yeah. so just where things come from i guess yeah exactly so it's like built into anyway (laughs) ideas and perceptions all to say it does seem but i don't even know if this book portrayed any of royal being bitter no i don't think a lot of that is like lacking yeah but it it does just come off worse for unattractive Mm -hmm. i mean i didn't really i don't like that about rosalie either but like, yeah, it does seem weird yeah, for him to be, like, hissy about, mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't want to be with me. Yeah, because also it's like, you have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <sighs> I don't know. Archie and Jessamine? Archie and Jessamine are two very rare creatures. <laughs> well... I think it's sweet how Bella does the exact same thing, but how Bo talks about his mom in his sleep. Mm. Misses her. That's oh, very yeah. sweet. That is sweet. What's this? I wrote. Um. Oh, I just liked this detail. This is when I think Edith comes back at night. After he has dinner with Charlie, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, I brush my teeth twice yes. and I wash my face and trade clothes. I always just wore a pair of holy sweatpants and an old t-shirt to bed. It was from a barbecue place <laughs> that my mom liked and had a pig smiling between two buns. I wish I had something less dot 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 me, but I really hadn't been expecting guests. And then it was probably dumb to worry anyway. If she hung out here at night, she already knew what I wore to sleep. I just love that detail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the heck? She said, I'm not sure how I feel about that shirt. <laughs> That's cute. Pig smiling between two buns. <laughs> What's this I underlined? Um, oh, about the shirt. She The reason she doesn't like it. She says, not you wearing it, it's entire existence. She reached out and brushed her fingers across the smiling pig. My pulse spiked, but she politely ignored that. Should he be so happy to be food? I had to grin. Well, Mm. we don't know his side of the story, do we? He might have a reason to smile. (laughs) Interesting. Hmm. (laughs) What would his reason for smiling be? (laughs) He's a death wish? Yeah. (laughs) He's just using the buns as earmuffs. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It keeps him warm. Yeah. I don't have anything else for this chapter. What about you? Actually, I do. Oh. What page? Page 241. Okay. 
Okay, so this is Bo talking, and I think Bella might say the same thing, or at least the vibe. <laughs> um, so I'm just an ordinary human guy, and you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, and I am just overwhelmed by you, and a part of that naturally is that I'm insanely attracted to you. No, I don't think Bella says that, does she? <laughs> Which I'm sure you can't have helped but noticed with uh, what with your being like super aware of my circula- circulatory system, but what I don't know is if it's like that for you, or is it like sleeping and eating, which you don't need, and I do, though I don't n- want them nearly as much as I want you. You said that Eleanor and Royal go off and live like a married couple, but that, but does that even mean the same thing for vampires? And this question is totally offside, completely not first date appropriate, and I'm sorry you don't have to answer. I sucked in a huge breath. Hmm, I would have said this was our second date you're right she laughed are you asking me about sex Bo? my face got hot again yes i shouldn't have she laughed again i did climb into your bed Bo. i believe that makes this line of inquiry quite understandable wow i go is this in twilight i'm not gonna check (laughs) (laughs) i don't think it's like that i know because then then she says so in the general sense sex and vampires 101 like i don't think that was in twilight we all started out human, though, and most of those human desires are still there. Yeah, and then later... I know they... I know Edward says, are you asking about sex or something yeah. like that, but I don't think it's, like, introduced in that way. Yeah. What'd you say? You have no idea. She said darkly inside. And now in the specific sense, sex and vampires 102, Bo and Edith, she sighed again more slowly this time. <laughs> I don't think that would be possible for us. Okay, but here we go again, though. Like, when we're talking about the logistics and she's saying it's too dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, can't she just lie I there? Know, can't he be on top? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, because... Couldn't you argue Bella could have been on top? Yeah, I just don't understand. Because, okay, she's explaining it. Like I don't know. You have no idea, and now in the specific sense, sex and vampires, oh, you said that, um, and Bo goes, because I would have to get too close, that would be a problem, but that's not the main problem. Bo, you don't know how, well, <laughs> fragile you are. I don't mean this as an insult to your manliness. Any human is fragile to me. I have to mind my actions every moment that we're together so I don't hurt you. I could kill you quite easily simply by accident. <clears throat> I guess, like, maybe if it's, like, too good and she wants to, like, grip onto him, mm-hmm. maybe that's what would mm. hurt him. Like, she just, you I know. I guess we just gotta believe it. Yeah. <sighs> well, right before she that. She could give him a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> she might accidentally bite. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Especially all the blood is there underneath. Yeah, that's probably dangerous. That's like a lollipop. That's yeah. dangerous. <laughs> Sorry, we're no. like, call her daddy. Yeah. <laughs> we have never even listened to that. Blowjobs? <laughs> We've never listened to that. Um, but right before that, she said, yeah, you have a point, so if you don't want to sleep, what do you want to do then? And then he said, honestly, a lot of things, none of them careful. She didn't say anything. It didn't sound like she was breathing. I went on quick. But since I promised to be careful... What I'd like is da, 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 to more, know more about you. So I feel like that was him also hinting at that sex. he wants it. And they yeah. changed the subject and then got back to it. But yeah, I did think that like it was a little more overt in this. 
Yeah, and Edith says, do you have any experience with sex in humans? Does <gasps> Edward ask this? I feel like I have to check. But I don't think she, he says it like that. Yeah. I think he's a lot more of a gentleman. With sex in humans. <laughs> what a way to put it. <laughs> no, I have sex with animals. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a really weird phrase. I did get a little excited reading this, though. I was like, oh, my God, what if they did? I know. That would be cool. That's a that nice change. That would be cool. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, my gosh, they're so young. <laughs> Only in high school. Oh, my goodness. Well, she's pretty old. That's true. That's true. That okay. is true. Is it, like, towards the end of the chapter? Yeah. She does ask, like... Is that your door? Uh, yeah. Sean's (laughs) She asks, like, your human instincts, well, do you find me attractive in that way? Oh, no. This is what Edward says. Have you ever... Dot, dot, dot. He trailed off suggestively. Of course not, I flush. (laughs) (laughs) What a gentleman. I told you, I've never felt like this about anyone before, not even close. I know, it's just that I know that other people's thoughts, I know love and lust don't always help the same company so he doesn't even like explicitly say yeah. like have you had sex before what about before like before, before that he does i think if i'm not mistaken he says the word sex so bella says well i did wonder about you and me someday and he says i don't think that that would be possible for us because it would be too hard for you if I were that close. He says, that's certainly a problem, but that's not what I was thinking. It's just that you are so soft, so fragile. So he did, Bo, Edith doesn't call Bo soft. Mm. I have to mind my actions every moment that we're together so that I don't hurt you. I could kill you quite easily, Bella, simply by accident. If I was too hasty, if for one second I wasn't paying enough attention, I could reach out, meaning to touch your face and crush your skull by mistake. Does Edith oh. say that? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, so no. also when Bella's asking, she says, you said that Rosalie and Emmett will get married soon. Is that marriage the same as it is for humans? He laughed in earnest, now understanding. Is that what you're getting at? I fidgeted, unable to answer. Yes, I suppose it is much the same. I told you most of those human desires are there, oh. just hidden behind more powerful desires. So they just skirt around it. Yeah, they, they do just skirt sex. around it. So <laughs> yeah, this is a lot more out up front mm-hmm. and actually she does say if i were at all distracted i could reach out meaning to touch your face did you say touch your face <laughs> or was it and crush your skull by yeah mistake. meaning to touch your face okay i okay. guess it is the same oopsie <laughs> that's okay yeah but it's different in that they're not as up front mm-hmm. like I f- and i kind of prefer it between bell and edward not to be prude but it just feels oh, me too more coy and like it's more believable that they're like very shy they don't yeah. want to like say exactly what they're talking about i agree i agree mm-hmm. it's like a little more exciting too that they don't actually say it. yeah on the next page there was like a little i think a little bit of a different cute scene i think it's different um <laughs> Uh, she says, did you know your hair is just precisely the same shade as a teak inlaid ceiling in a monastery I once stayed in at, at in, da, da, da. I think it would be Cambodia now. Um, no, I did not. Involuntarily. It's a humble brag. She laughed. Did I answer your question to your satisfaction? Or yes, and you should sleep. I don't know if that was really it, but I didn't know Edith went to Cambodia does that mean Edward did or no 
Uh, I don't see it here. Is that at the top of the page? It's kind of oh, at no. the end. No, it's not here. Wow. No, it ends kind of with the, with the sex stuff. Hmm. Bella says, more tired than I realized, exhausted from the long day of mental and emotional stress like I'd never felt before. I drifted <laughs> to sleep in his cold arms. And Bo says... I drifted to sleep with her cold arm, cold body in my in arms. In my arms. So Bo <gasps> is holding Edith. In my baby's arms. So the gender roles are very much alive here, <laughs> where the man is holding the woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The man is a big spoon here. Yes. Cute. Didn't realize they were spooning. Well, I'm just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Well, I'm just guessing. <laughs> Maybe not. Okay, chapter 15 is the Cullens. What do we got to say about this? Oh, I had a lot to say on 249. Oh, me too. Oh my Not goodness, really, what even is all this? I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> um, just read the full page. Okay, okay, okay. All right, Edith says, they'd taken bets, you know, as to whether I would kill you. Oh, her expression was still rigid. Do you want to know who sided for and against? Um, maybe not. Tell me after I meet them. I don't want to go into this prejudice. She, surprise erased the anger from her face. Oh, you'll go then? It seems like the respectful thing to do. I don't want them to think I'm shady. She laughed, a long bell-like peal. I couldn't help but smile. Does that mean I get to meet Charlie too then? She asked eagerly. He's already suspicious and I'd rather not be shady either. <laughs> I, I thought that the shady was new, probably. I feel like it is. Um, yeah. And then, da, 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 like, down the page furthermore, um, will you really be here, I asked, suddenly anxious. It seemed too good to be true, something only a fool would count on. As long as you want me. I'll always want you, I warned her. I'm talking about forever here. And I wrote... Okay, I do feel like they fall in love too fast. Forever? Question mark. And then I wrote, I think the forever part is added because there's no new moon and eclipse. Mm. And I'm okay. Now I'm not even sure if it was added. Like I'll be so embarrassed if it wasn't. Let me but check. for some reason, when I was reading this, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Already forever? Is this chapter fifteen? Yes. What's like this comes might be hard that? To find. I know. Oh yes. Mm. He Get says, there. "I'll always want you." No, she says. Bella says. Yeah, well, he said it, too. Bo said. Oh, I'm Bo said about it? Okay. Here. Yeah, she said, I'll always want you. I warned him forever. Wow. Maybe. It just seemed extreme to me coming from a guy. Maybe. Because I'm sexist. Or <laughs> prejudiced, at least. That's interesting. What about Shady. Is that word? Where is that? It's the same part. It's just like a little before it. So this would be Bella saying she'll meet the Collins and saying, I don't want them to think I'm shady. Is this before they're talking about what they're going to tell Charlie? Yeah. It's like one paragraph above it. Why does Bo say shady? What's the line again? So it's like they take in bets, you know, mm-hmm. as to whether I kill you. Oh, do you want to know who sided for and against? Um, maybe not. Tell me after meet them. I don't want to go into this prejudiced, and then, oh, you'll go then? It seems like da, 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 the respectful thing to do. I don't want them to think I'm shady. Edward doesn't ask, uh, do you want to guess oh, wow. who took sides? So that must be just all new. Yeah. He just says, like, I don't know why anyone would bet against Alice. I can't mm. imagine. And then they change the subject. Interesting. Hmm. 
Very interesting. Okay, this is where I said Archie reads as gay. When, what page? Uh, 253. Where are Archie and Jess? Edith asked. No one answered because they just appeared at the top of the stairs. Hey, Eddie's home, Archie called. And then he streaked down the stairs. Just a blur of pale skin coming to a sudden stop right in front of us. I saw Corrine and Ernest shoot warning glances at him, but I kind of liked it. It's natural for him how they moved when they didn't have to worry about strangers watching. Bo, he greeted enthusiastic like we were old friends. He held out his hand and when I went to shake it, he pulled me into one of those armed bro hugs, thumping me lightly on my back. Bro oh, one armed <laughs> bro hug. Okay, a bro hug, I guess, is not that gay. <laughs> hey, RG. <laughs> He's more than that, like, he already liked me. Okay. Oh, I just was thinking of Bella in that part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, like I I think we said this last episode, it's just hard to imagine a guy being, like, that enthusiastic to meet another guy and to be, like, I can already tell we're going to be best friends. Like, guys are not that open <laughs> about their feelings, and especially about their friendships. Some maybe, but it's just not the norm. Yeah, and then he says, you do smell good. I never noticed before. Yeah. <laughs> That's quirky. I would love to see it on screen for sure. What if, if you think of somebody like Theo from you? Theo from you. Yeah. I was thinking um, the best friend in Pretty in Pink. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I he see someone like that, too. He's a little bit what people might call queer-coded, I think, but he's, mm. like, technically not mm. in the movie. I don't really get queer-coded. Like, what if you just are that way? I know. I think the term queer-coded is, like, a little offensive because it implies that, like, there are, like, characteristics that, like, make someone queer. What and, if like, you just dress quirky? Yeah, I know. I think sometimes people take it way too far. <laughs> But yeah, here I, I am saying that. What, I think ducky? That, yeah, ducky. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, what I, I can picture. see it. Like, Somebody obviously, like someone short, a short guy. Although, is he even short in this? I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I wrote, why does Ernest feel creepy? Like, <laughs> Edith, you should play for him, Ernest said. He just said showing off was rude. Make an, make an exception, he smiled. I'm being selfish. She doesn't play enough, and I love to hear her. I don't know, it just feels creepy coming from a guy. <laughs> Didn't Edith tell you she was musical? Uh, she hasn't mentioned it, but I guess I should have known it, right? Ernest raised his eyebrows, confused. Is there anything she's not good at? I asked rhetorically. Jessamine barked out a laugh. Archie rolled his eyes and Ernest gave Edith a very fatherly look, which was impressive considering how young he seemed. Right? Doesn't that feel creepy? I don't know. I was trying to picture, like, a really nice guy. I'm being man. selfish. But I was picturing a way older man. Me too. Like, a 50-year-old. I'm, you know who I'm picturing for Edith? I mean, not Edith. Um, what's his name? Ernest? Who? Um, what? Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe? <laughs> Wait, who is that again? Wait, isn't he the guy in Juno? Oh. The, yeah. That's what I'm picturing. I see it. Yeah. And Arrested Development. I was picturing, like, the dad in Seventh Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Just someone who's, like, wholesome. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> what? The pastor? Yeah. He 
like, I'm just, like, at home, and I'm just a family man, and, like... You know what? He's in prison. What? For child pornography. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So... I didn't mean to bring that into this. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm talking about the character. I know, exactly. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) That's so upsetting. I know. Ugh. Well, man... I know. I don't know who they would cast as him. <laughs> Ernest. Ernest. He, he, that guy would be, like, even in Seventh Heaven, like, technically too old. Yeah, know? I know. I, I don't know why I'm picturing someone way too old. It's weird that he's supposed to be, like, in his 20s. What if they cast Peter Facinelli? <laughs> <laughs> technically still too old, but, yeah. Just I a br- like brunette. Heck, I might be too old to play Carlisle. I know. How old is he supposed to be? 23? <laughs> oh my god! What the fuck? Why? I'll never understand. Stephanie, I love you, but I never understand why she made. Why can't they be in their so 30s? Young. Yeah. It's too young. Too unrealistically young. Like, if you saw mm-hmm. a 23 year old, like, you would. So a lot of 23 year olds pass for teenagers. Teenagers, yeah. To this day, sometimes people still think I'm a teenager. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Oh, well. Well, so it ends with talking about Kareen. Karen? Kareen? Kareen's backstory, and they're gonna go in her office. Just like in Twilight. Okay. Anything else what that? is this? This is what I thought was creepy, also. Edith says, they're happy to see me happy. Ernest probably wouldn't care if you had a third eye and webbed feet. All this time he'd been worrying about me, afraid I was too young when Kareen changed me, and there was something missing from my essential makeup. He's so relieved. Every time I touch you, he practically bursts into applause. Isn't that creepy? Is that in Twilight? He practically bursts into applause. Every time I touch you. Wait, is that Archie or (laughs) Ernest? And then what dad? someone says Archie's enthusiastic. Okay, well, I guess you wouldn't want your daughter to be single for, like, a hundred years, but... That's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but it is weird. Every time I touch you, you practically burst into a pause. <laughs> I'm trying to picture all of this. So, like, Bo also kind of asks about Archie and, like, what's his deal? Mm-hmm. Edith just, like, doesn't get into it right now. Mm-hmm. Are you still in chapter 15? Yes. Okay. There's, what do you have there? Well, there's a bit about Kareen's backstory, which is Carlisle. Mm-hmm. And it says, you know, her father was a hard man driven. He believed very strongly in the reality of evil. He led hunts for witches, werewolves, and vampires. Interesting, it was still father. Yeah, exactly. They didn't swap the parents' mm-hmm. genders for this. But what did you write? Yeah, completely. Oh, it just says, because I was wondering, like, how did Kareen become a doctor mm. in, like, a hundred and something years ago? A hundred plus years ago. Even as a vampire with insane skills like that mm-hmm. just would not be heard of mm-hmm. it says kareen was unusually educated for women in those days she understood what the men said and her father and he told her father that he was a fool and he would pay for the damage that he had caused but um long story short kareen was a nurse for most of the time mm. until now becoming a doctor when it's socially acceptable interesting then they go into kareen's office mm-hmm. room 
and look around at the paintings and stuff, just like in Twilight. But Corrine is running a bit, a bit late for the hospital. And I was wondering, how did vampires run late? Carlisle is also running late. <laughs> I know. But, like, how is that even possible? You literally move at the speed of light. Yeah. Well, aren't they called in? Yeah. 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 But late for what, though? Like, <laughs> I feel like you can get there the second they call you. <laughs> yeah, they, they can, how are you dilly dallying? They can run so fast. I don't know. I guess. In, I guess I, they stayed to talk to Bo slash Bella. And maybe. Then like, oh shoot! I gotta go. I put a post-it on a page, but I didn't leave any context. What page is it? Oh well, I guess it's when they're talking about the Volturi. Oh, I circled a lot of okay. names here. Are they? Is it because they changed? Or they didn't change. <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Because now the Volturi is, like, women, right? It's women, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Mania was greatly inspired by Crean's friends. He often painted them as gods, Edith Last, Sulpicia, Marcus, and Athena Dora, she said, indicating that the other three, nightmare patrons of the arts. Why is Nighttime Marcus still the there? That, what? Wait, I'm so confused. Honestly, like, at this point, I was like, I just can't even connect the dots. (laughs) (laughs) I'm lost. Yeah, what's this about? Mele? A servant, I suppose you could call her. Sulpicia's little thief. What is this about? Yeah, wait, so are Sulpicia, Marcus, and Athenodora the... It's also confusing because those are... Sulpicia and Athenodora, aren't they characters within the real Volturi? But, like, are these supposed to be... Them. Aro and Caius? Or is it just that they're in charge now? But that's not how this works. Yeah. <laughs> supposed to swap. I don't know. And yeah, why is Marcus still Marcus? <laughs> just in creative choice. <laughs> I just like... You know what? I'm just surrendering. Someone else explain it to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the same, but not... So we can just... We're also, at this point, not supposed to know that much about the Volturi, so... True, 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 true. Okay, I said, again, queer-coded for Archie. Archie didn't seem to have noticed that we were doing anything unusual. He walked to the center of the room and folded himself onto the floor in a motion so graceful it was kind of (laughs) surreal. Stephanie Meyer doesn't know what queer-coded is. Yeah, she does. I don't think she did when she wrote this. Oh, no, definitely not. This is a chance she might not. That's a very, like, New phrase. Oh, yeah, that's true. I feel like that's not a very, like, real-life thing. That's true. She's, like, 45. An adult. Yeah. With family. That's true. I mean, I don't think my parents know what that is. But don't you think as a writer she would be into, like, she would know stuff like that? Maybe? I don't know. I think when she wrote this, she probably did. Definitely not. Well, whatever. Maybe she did, maybe she didn't, but... But I think even if she doesn't know the term, Mm -hmm. don't you think she would know... That some people... No, what? That people would think... That Archie's gonna maybe gay. read as gay. <laughs> maybe. I wonder. She must have thought about that. Well, I don't have anything more for that chapter. Me neither. Okay. Chapter. So, chapter 17. This is where we hear of Holly Clearwater and her homemade fish fry and Deb, our listener... She brought up. Because I mm-hmm. think last episode we were like, does Harry have a yeah. female... Uh, Holly here, Clearwater's homemade fish fry, and of course Charlie with all his women friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. 
I feel like this must have been pretty similar because I don't really have any notes. And this is the chapter, um, the game. Bonnie says, Bo, Charlie's one of my best friends. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 277. He reflected for a minute while he ate another bite. <gasps> another bite of Twilight. I said, I said this last time that like in this chapter, Charlie reads, he's less like guarded and protective mm -hmm. of Bo than he is of Bella. Um, he's like a lot more excited of the idea that like Bo has a girlfriend, enthusiastic about it. Mm -hmm. um, he says, you come visit anytime, Edith. Like we do not hear <laughs> him say that to Edward, <laughs> right? You come visit anytime, Edward? I don't know. I feel like in the book he wasn't that. No, but this Edward. is mean though. Like Charlie is like mean? Yeah, cuz Charlie's like impressed. Like how did you land her? Really? Wait, yeah. what page? Um 279. <laughs> I guess it is totally a different dynamic. Says I handed her coat to her and then held the door as she passed charlie gave me a wide-eyed look i shrugged my shoulders and raised my eyebrows i didn't know how i'd gotten so lucky either <laughs> that's so awkward because above that it says charlie ran a hand through his hair self-consciously i didn't think he'd ever been i don't think i'd ever seen him so flustered so he's like attracted to edith <laughs> i think he's shocked that like Bo could land oh, someone as beautiful as edith <laughs> Okay, maybe not attracted, but yeah, he is like, whoa, she's yeah. so pretty. I think even there's another line, like, maybe even before that. Let's see. Charlie stared at me for one second, and then he busted up. I rolled my eyes and waited for him to finish. Hmm. Oh, that's just about the baseball part. <laughs> okay, so okay, yeah, Edith's at the door, and then I heard Charlie's breath in surprise i wondered if he'd ever seen her up close before it was kind of unnerving <laughs> even when you were used to it i just stared at her gobsmacked yeah so for context this is when edith comes and picks up Bo to go play baseball with her family just like in twilight it's just like you obviously wouldn't see Charlie being like so impressed that like Bella yeah, like, landed whoa. Edward. Like, whoa. He's he wants to date you, Bella. <laughs> like Charlie's a good still, looking man. Yeah, Charlie still like sees Bella as like the most beautiful, you know, because yeah. it's his daughter. Yeah. And so it's different. But <laughs> he's not like that with Bo. There's the baseball yeah. part. I have this note, but I don't get it. I wrote, makes it more clear they're super far away slash behind. Nice. What? What page? 286. I don't know. I guess it's just that the rest ran ahead, and mm. then Ernest says, shall we go watch? Ernest asked in his soft tenor voice. I realized that I was staring open-mouthed after them, and they're just walking. Mm. Okay, and so... And he brings up the, did you know... Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, did Edith tell you I lost my daughter? It broke my heart. That's why I jumped off the cliff, you know. Oh. Um, so kind of the same. Mm-hmm. But still very abrupt bringing it up. It's a weird time <laughs> to mention it. 
and it's that's that's a new phrase people use trauma dumping oh my god (laughs) i can't deal with this stuff (laughs) i like since i'm not on tiktok like i feel like i'm just not gonna know these things but i like literally don't care i mean the concept of it you know when (laughs) someone just like unleashes something heavy on you but do we need a phrase for it I don't know. Because then it becomes, like, so... It's, like, the second someone does it, it's, like, trauma jumping. And then it's, like... Yeah, and then you it's, like, you're canceled it. for opening up to someone. Yeah. Canceled? <laughs> no, literally? no. No, oh. not literally. But it does seem, like, oh, my God, I can't even talk to my friends. Or they'll say I'm trauma dumping on Yeah. Them. Oh, yeah, it's, like, so different. Why does it have to be a thing? I think what, like, would be considered <laughs> trauma dumping is when you're, like, <laughs> telling something, like, Esme and, mm-hmm. um what Ernest does yeah telling someone something heavy in an inappropriate time like you're playing baseball you just met this person (laughs) yeah like that is like putting someone in an uncomfortable situation Mm -hmm. because you also don't know like about their life like what they've been through like it's just not Mm -hmm. but if you're like opening up to your friends like and maybe if it's (laughs) random like that's your friend like that's different I mean everyone knows someone at a party that randomly launches into talking about all their problems yeah oh my mom but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just hate stuff like that. Yeah, I, I know. The lingo, I hate it. <laughs> but um, language evolves, though. I mean... But it's, like, more... I feel like it's so meme-ish. Like, I don't know if it'll last, though. Yeah, long. that's Maybe it true. Will, but I just feel like there's too much, too. It's like, when did this even happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, so fast. I don't know. I think it's just, like, a matter of, like, not overusing it or, like, mm-hmm. misplacing it um, to where, like, yeah, like, you're, like, saying friends. Remember that, like, meme or something that was, like, how to respond to your friend when they, yeah. like, open up to you? And it was, like, I don't have the emotional yeah, capacity to... I have to... that copy paste yeah. somewhere <laughs> to use at the right moment. Like, stop! <laughs> it's your friend! I know. I'm at capacity. I'm at emotional capacity. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, fuck you, we're not friends anymore. Yeah, me too. I don't want to be friends with someone like that. (laughs) That was so funny. (sighs) Yeah, I haven't used it yet, but I have it saved somewhere. Oh, you're going to say it to someone? It's a joke. (laughs) Hopefully they get it, (laughs) They might not. I know. It's been too long. (laughs) I I still see it come up sometimes. Yeah. As a joke. Anyway, anything interesting happened with this? No. So the the vampires are like I'm gonna come, but they're mm-hmm. not there yet. They arrive in chapter eighteen. Oh yes, the yes. Hunt. Alice, well, Archie sees them coming. Mm-hmm. The hunt, and their names are Lauren, Victor, and Joss. I think that was good. I probably would have made made James be Jamie. Mm-hmm. But Lauren and Victor obviously make perfect sense. Because then I started mixing up Joss with Jessamine. Yes, <laughs> I did too. I don't know why. It's like, but why Joss, couldn't I get a grip like, on I this? I don't know jo- the name Joss that well. Yeah. Joss. Jocelyn. Yeah, Jocelyn and Jessamine. Like, very, very similar. <laughs> also, Jessamine. Why wouldn't that be... Oh, wait, I was going to say Jessica, but Jessica's a boy now. Ah! It's too much. It's too much. Um, it's got a little confusing. Now, Lauren is Lauren. Oh, it yes, makes perfect yes, sense, yes. but there already was yeah. a Lauren character. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, the same thing happens. They realize. You brought a human. snack. Yeah. I don't even know if that's a line in the book. <laughs> but Wait, this, this is a short it. chapter. This it is a very actually. short chapter. Let me find it. I'm, I'm almost there. There's a breeze. What's this? He's with us. I said he's with us, but he's human. Yes. It appears we have a lot to learn about each other. Yeah, so there's no you've got pretty a much snack. The, yeah, pretty much the same. Oh, wait, no, I missed it. There is you got a snack. Mm. What's this? He's with us. Then Joss says you brought a snack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, guys. No. So, okay. What was James is now Joss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A girl. Mm. Yes. What was Laurent? Very fierce girl. Now Lauren. Mm-hmm. Another girl. Mm-hmm. And what was Victoria is now Victor. A Victor. boy. Okay. A guy with red hair. Okay. Um, I'm picturing Rupert Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Also, what do you think about this nickname? Is it Edie? Eddie? Edie? Edie Y? Eddie, but that just sounds like Edward, huh? That's a weird nickname. Edie. Edie. I mean, no, sorry. It's not a weird nickname. It's just not what I pictured for a girl. <laughs> I hate being so stereotypical. I know. Like I we like said last Edie. time, Stephanie's forcing us to be stereotypical. <laughs> uh, so then chapter 19. She's forcing us. Goodbyes. <gasps> what? Yes. Um, they have the plan. Bo goes home. Ugh, the part with, oh my god, the part with Charlie kills me. Ugh. It's just as sad. Mm-hmm. Bo, leave me alone, I snapped. Bo, are you okay? What's going on? I'm going home, I yelled. So I guess your date didn't go well, do so well? Ugh, stay Charlie's out of it, Charlie. voice was confused but calmer. This is different, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie ran after me and grabbed the strap of my bag, hauling me back a step. Are you doing drugs, Bo? He demanded. <laughs> yeah, no. Definitely different. What's with all the new mentions of drugs? I know. That word has come up a bit more. Got something to say, Stephanie? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I mean by that. <laughs> Got something to say. <laughs> Stephanie is now 420 friendly. She's into it. Yeah. Um, it says, this is different. I'll tell you what happened. I said in the hardest voice I could manage. I had a great night with the prettiest girl I've ever seen. And we talked about the future, the way she sees it. It's just like you. She's going to stay here the rest of her life. She's going to get married and have kids and never leave. Whoa. For a second, that all actually made sense to me. I'm losing myself here. I'm getting sucked in. If I don't run now, I'll never get out. I think that's different. That's totally. Yeah, yeah. that's different. Also, Charlie, like, grabbing the backpack. I feel like that's different. Yeah. Um, I said it doesn't feel as sad. Mm. But I just two seconds ago said it's just as sad. <laughs> <laughs> it is sad. It's, it's a very sad dynamic and scene. And it's, it's just, just sad hate to happen. to sad, Charlie. Yeah. Does he have to be so cruel? <sighs> and they're rushed out. Weirdly, I don't have any other notes for this chapter. Well, you know, they're on the run, in the car. That's still pretty much the same. Yeah. Okay, chapter 20, impatience. Impatience. Okay. Hmm. So, my first note in this chapter 
This is in the hotel, right? Yes. Okay. Again, this is my last thing I'm going to say about Archie. Okay. Um, when he's saying to Bo. So this won't make sense to you, but for me, it's like we've been already been friends for a long time, Bo. The first second you became a part of Edith's life for me, it was like we'd already spent hundreds of hours together. We've laughed at Edith's overreactions together. We're annoyed royal. We're an. We've annoyed Royal right out of the house together. We've stayed up all night talking with Corinne together. <laughs> I started and shrugged. It's how I experienced... I stared and he shrugged. It's how I experienced the world. We're friends, I asked, my voice full of wonder. Best friends, he told me. Someday it was nice of my favorite sister. Don't you think to fall in love with my best friend? Mm. I guess I owe her one. It's really so sweet. That's so sweet. And I wish guys spoke to each other like that, but I mm-hmm. just can't picture it. Alice slash Archie does come on very strong. And yeah. I think Alice does too. I think that's why people even like ship Alice and Bella. Yeah. There. So I mean, yeah, I see what you're Alice saying. I can't even picture it, but with yeah. Bella uh, with Archie it's even like harder to re- like picture. <laughs> mm. So they're in Oh, they're talking about the vision, the ballet studio. Mm-hmm. Where's your mom? Like, it's pretty similar, I think. Um, I'm sure a lot of, like, random phrases are a little different, but and we the, don't have time to go the through The ballet it, studio is different, too, because it's not like Bo took lessons there. Oh, yeah. Uh, mom worked there, right? She worked there yeah. briefly. Yeah. So that's how he knows it. Why'd you change that, Stephanie? I know. Boys dance, too. <laughs> Did your dance school always have, like, a yeah. hip-hop? dance that was like just boys no we we would always have like one boy in the whole studio Mm -hmm. i remember we oh there's always like one class that was all boys that's fun yeah (laughs) we they they always tried to start that at the studio but never did enough boys sign Mm -hmm. up sadly that's sad i know i wish i think dance is (laughs) such dance is so like such a good outlet like i Mm -hmm. i don't understand why it's not more socially acceptable for boys to do dance i don't know it's such a good skill to have (laughs) it is although i feel like that kind of dance doesn't always translate to like the dance floor yeah the dance floor (laughs) (laughs) hip-hop does yeah i guess hip-hop that would be a little over the top maybe yeah oh my god you could you could scale it back and do can you imagine being at a club and you start doing a um modern dance (laughs) Even doing like a choreographed hip hop dance. Would yeah, be so funny. that'd be so funny. <laughs> Just like on the floor. But yeah, doing modern that'd be so hilarious. Or tapping. My friend Madison has been going to um, ecstatic dance. Have you heard of that? No. It's a thing people do. You're supposed to be totally sober, so it really intimidates me. Wow. But people all get together, and you're supposed to just like dance to the music and just like lose yourself and get crazy and wow i bet people do modern sounds, type of dance. yeah i bet it's yeah. so freeing yeah like, i don't think i could do but it no i don't think i could either <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it gets kind of crazy sometimes like mm-hmm. a little sexual <gasps> i hope anyone that's listening crazy. that's into ecstatic dance like i hope that doesn't upset you or something because i know they're not always like that but i know she's been to somewhere definitely seems like it'd be therapeutic for sure Mm -hmm. i just don't know if i could 
ever let myself lose um, self-consciousness like that. Yeah. No, I don't think I could either. And I was feeling kind of like she was trying to get us all to go, and I felt like a stick in the mud or something, mm-hmm. but I was like, I just don't think I can do that sober. Like, yeah. I know the point. I know that's the point is to, like, break through that and, you know, become that confident in yourself. Yeah. I know that's literally the point, but I just don't think I can do it. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard for me to Never mind. What? <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was gonna say it's hard for me to do anything sober. <laughs> that sounds awful. It's hard for me to do anything sober. <laughs> what will we do when we're sober? <laughs> we're doing this sober. We are, guys. We're for not. For the first time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is. It's been one day since. <laughs> no. Um. Sometimes we do drink wine when we do this. But not but all the time. Not all the time. Yeah. Sometimes I need a little something to loosen up. Yeah. You know? I mean, even though I am just with you, especially starting it, I do feel very nervous. Nervous. Me too. And shy. Because it's know what like to say. people are listening. Yeah. You know? But sometimes I do, actually, right now, like I've lost myself in the recording. <laughs> that, like, lost myself. I'm not even thinking that people are listening that's right true. now. You know? Maybe that's no how it feels. We were, we were talking earlier about, like, you know, in Survivor or, like, the in the Beatles documentary. Oh, yeah. Like, how is it that people can have, like, conversations with each other with, like, a camera mm-hmm. and a boom, like, hanging, boom microphone or whatever, yeah. hanging overhead and, like, for it to be natural? But, like, maybe it's like this. They just, they just get forget. used to it yeah. and then they lose themselves in it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. At first it feels awkward, but then they... Yeah. Adjust. Sometimes, I do like having wine with it, but sometimes I think we, like, not, I'm saying me. I don't know how you feel internally, but, like, overdo it a little bit, and then I'm just, like. I'm, like, I'm actually talking. I've literally been hungover after recording (laughs) the podcast. Sometimes I do feel like, wait, I'm slurring my words (laughs) this episode. I've never noticed when I've edited. I think my voice, in general, is getting more, like, slurred really yeah hmm. I think like I used to have such a different voice I guess it's aging hmm I feel like my voice this will be embarrassing maybe because I think it is still high-pitched but I feel like it is a little less yeah I think that like, happens when I listen to the even the theme song which is only two three years ago I guess mm-hmm. maybe it's just the way I was doing it I could definitely still talk that way if I wanted yeah. to but the way I recorded that it just sounds so high. How do you do it? You're listening to yeah another bite of Twilight, a podcast that looks back on I don't even know what it is. no <laughs> the phenomenon ten years later yeah yeah continue to freak out ten years later continue to freak yeah out. yeah <laughs> I feel like we just I just did that like randomly like it was kind of just thrown yeah together. on the iPhone know. yeah oh my god. Anyway, mm. enough talking about ourselves, my God. I know. Um, chapter 21 is called Phone Call. Okay, do, oh, sorry. This is still Oh, so, so sorry. Does, does Bella call her mom leave a message in Twilight? A cryptic message? Let me go check real quick. I'll read it. It says, Mom, I said after the beep, it's me. Listen, I need you to do something. It's important. As soon as you get this message, call me at this number. Archie pointed to the, to the number already written on the bottom of his picture. I read it twice. 
carefully twice. Please don't go anywhere until you talk to me. Don't worry, I'm okay, but I have to talk to you right away no matter how late you have you get this call, all right? I love you, Mom. Bye. Word for word, that's in Twilight, actually. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah. And the phone number? Yeah. Never oh, and mind. Then, and then he does get the call, and it's like, it seems expected in a way. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. So, phone call. Chapter 21. I think this is new. I'll be such a fool if it's not. Maybe it's not new. But you don't have to look if you don't want to. But um, it says, Archie raised his eyebrows at Jessamine. A heavy fog of exhaustion washed over me. and My eyes closed without my permission. I struggled against the fog, knowing what was happening. I forced my eyes open and stepped away from Jessamine's hand. I don't need sleep, I snapped. So she makes him sleepy to get some rest. Uh, could go either way. <laughs> on this, it was on the second page, kind of at the bottom, but the font is much smaller in Life and Death, so. No, I don't think that was. It's after, like, we'll catch her. What if you get hurt? Nope. I think, I don't think it was. Cool. So maybe Stephanie Meyer just got the idea, like, oh, what if, what if, Jasmine used her powers to make someone sleepy. I'm a little bit sleepy right now, I'll be honest. I gotta wake up. <gasps> wake up, Mel. Wake up. I need uh, Jasmine here. <laughs> okay. Um, That'd be awesome. Someone could just make me awake. Does RG witness this call? No, right? Between so Joss and Bo. Yes, but I think Bo thinks it's his mom still. Mom, please listen to me. I pleaded. I walked through the bedroom door, feeling Archie's worried stare on my back. I shut the door behind me. Okay, maybe actually Archie doesn't even witness it either. Mm-hmm. Okay, I actually don't have that much. I feel like this is also a short chapter. It seems like it's shorter. But I never I guess... understood how Bella slash Bo was able to do this without Alice slash Archie I don't, knowing. yeah, I think that's a plot hole. Like, I feel like they definitely would be able to sense it because also wouldn't alice slash archie have a vision of bella sneaking off it does say here i tried to concentrate on my escape and immediately realized i couldn't plan anything i i had to be undecided no doubt archie would see if the change would see the change soon if he hadn't already i couldn't let him see how it happened if it happened Mm -hmm. how could i get away oh but like you'd think that (laughs) archie could still see that he was planning to do something like ah i don't know and so bo sneaks off into the men's room or something Mm -hmm. like oh jasmine can't follow me here Mm -hmm. that happens in twilight too okay that does okay yeah never mind in the airport yeah right yeah because yeah i remember bella like remember that there was two entrance were two entrances to the Mm. bathroom so ran out the other side but i guess because he didn't think of specifics. Archie doesn't get a vision, but I don't know. He's I... still deciding to leave them. Yeah. Like, that's a decision. Mm-hmm. And I always interpreted it, that's how they ended up finding him in the first place, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's probably in Midnight Sun. Maybe um, the second... Oh, you'd think that the second he came up with the plan to go in the bathroom, 
Archie would yeah, know. Yeah, that's a decision right yeah. there. Maybe Archie was already trying to run across the airport to the bathroom, like, no. But can Archie see intent? Like, can Archie see, well, the decision to go to the bathroom? Like, could Archie just think, like, oh, he's just going to the bathroom? I know, but you're right, like, would the whole chain of events be there? Yeah, because, like, the reason why Archie's going to the bathroom mm-hmm. is because of what follows next. Mm-hmm. And every decision, whether it's, like, <laughs> walking one way or walking another, influences what Archie can see. It's very confusing. Look at me saying Archie instead of Alice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things we have to just not think about too mm-hmm. much. <laughs> okay, so I actually don't have much for the next chapter either. Oh, hide and seek? Yeah. Do you have a lot for this chapter? So, Bo leaves a note for Edith and gets in a shuttle bus mm-hmm. and calls Joss. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say the hunter because I couldn't remember mm-hmm. the name. Um, and she's, you know, they meet up there in the belly studio and she's like, you know, toying mm-hmm. with him the same way James does. Beating him up. Yeah, beating him up. I really don't have anything else to say, though. She bites him, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I thought for a second we were reading Midnight Sun. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, bracing myself for the whole chase part. It's so hard to read, like, the (laughs) same plot in three different forms. It's like, okay, here we go. This is going to be the part where they steal the car. Yeah. It's crazy. Wait a second, no. What if we read the gender-swapped version of Midnight Sun? That's too confusing. Wait, I feel like Stab What if that came out instead of... Oh, I'd be so pissed. That would be offensive. That would be literally so offensive. It's in the point of view of Edith. But do you think... We're like, who is this? Don't you think, though, that for an anniversary, Stephanie has to come up with something else? She could just do that? Like, oh, here's, yeah, here's That's Edith. That's too much. Now it's no. Edith's turn. No. No, I think she actually. She's not gonna. I think she actually will. We can't have four versions of the same story. I think she will. No. Do you want to bet? Okay. What are we betting? Two dollars. Okay. Two dollars. <laughs> so what's the deadline for you? Like till yeah. you die, till your yeah, last till breath. Die. <laughs> I bet you two dollars. Okay. She's not gonna come up if, with that. If one of us is on our deathbed and it still hasn't happened yet, I owe you two bucks. Okay. Even if you're the one who's dying and it I serves can't no how low use this for you. Is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would do more. I mean... Okay. I mean, to be honest, it's, like, it's harder for you because, like, you have to wait the rest of your life to get the money. If if it comes out in five years and pay up, you know. Okay. We can keep it at $2. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. Man, we're getting near the end. Mm -hmm. Is this sad for you? No. Chapter 23, this is choice. where things. This is where things change, yeah. really. Which is interesting. So Edith shows up to the ballet studio. Bo, please, Edith sobbed. Please, 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 Bo, mm-hmm. please. Uh, Archie Scalpel? There's a good chance you'll kill him yourself, Archie said. Give it to me, she snapped. I can do this. 
I didn't see what she did with the scalpel. I couldn't feel anything else in my body anymore. Nothing but the fire in my arm, but I watched her raise my hand to her mouth like the hunter had. Fresh blood was welling from the wound. She put her lips over it. I said, that's kind of hot. <laughs> I screamed again. I couldn't help it. It was like she was pulling the fire back down my arm. Edith, Archie said. She didn't react. Her lips still pressed to my hand. The fire warred up and down my arm, slowing back and forth. Moans escaped through my clenched teeth. Kind of hot, too. <laughs> Edith, Archie shouted, look. What is it, Archie? Kareen asked. Archie's hand shot out and slapped Edith's cheek. Stop it, Edith. Stop it now. My hand draped away from her face. She looked at Archie with her eyes so wide they seemed like half her face. She gasped. Archie, Kareen barked. It's too late, Archie said. We got here too late. You can see it, Kareen said it in a more subdued voice. There are only two futures left, Kareen. He survives as one of us or Edith kills him trying to stop it from happening. No, Edith moaned. Kareen was quiet. The tugging against my scalp slowed. Edith dropped her face to mine. She kissed my eyelids, my cheeks, my lips. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It doesn't need to be this slow, Archie complained. Kareen, I made an oath, Archie. I didn't, he snarled. Wait, Mm. wait, Edith said, her head snapping up. He deserves a choice. Her lips were at my ear. I clamped my teeth against the moaning, straining to listen. Bo, I won't make this this decision for you. I won't take this away from you. And I'll understand, I promise, Bo, if you don't want to live like this, I won't fight you. I respect what you want. I know it's a horrible choice. And this is a long I know. thing to say while he's, like, dying. I, know. I <laughs> would give you any other option if I could. I would die if I could give your life back to you. Her voice broke. But I can't make that trade. I can't do anything except stop the pain if that's what you want. You don't have to be this. I can let you go if that's what you need. It sounded like she was sobbing again. Tell me what you want, Bo. Anything. You. I spit through my teeth. Just you. So. So. They made the choice. They made the They're choice. They're gonna convert him. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Chapter 24, Change. Who's changing? Um, he's changing his mind. I, ended up, I like the way it starts. I ended up changing my mind. That's a crazy line to start I with. I know. Because um, it's so painful and bad. I begged her to make it stop. I told her that this was really all I wanted for the burning to stop, nothing else. I heard Archie telling her that everyone had said the same thing, reminding her that she'd begged Kareen to kill her too, telling her my first decision was the one that counted. Remember at one point screaming at him to shut up. I think he apologized. That's a hard thing for Edith to go yeah. through. Like really, what do you, what do you do? You know. That is hard. But in Breaking Dawn, Bella's just kind of like lying there. Yeah, she's just silently, right? Yeah, there's some morphine, mm-hmm. and they attribute it to her being so prepared. Mm-hmm. But what would Edward do? I feel like Edward would stop, maybe. Can, can you even stop, though? Like wh- Just kill them, I right? I guess. Just, like, rip the head off. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be traumatic. <laughs> that would be really traumatic. I think that would be hard to do emotionally. Um, yeah, I feel like there's no going back. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's interesting. It's like, why is it that it didn't work out this time? Was it just, like, a second too late or something? You know? Yeah. It's like... A way to know. Edith wasn't <laughs> strong enough to suck the venom out. Right? I guess so. Edith would have killed him. Mm-mm. But Edward was strong <laughs> enough. What does that say? <laughs> I think it's. Rules. I think it's really sweet, though, as he's going through this, Edith 
Edith is just telling him everything, you know? It's like, yeah. this is a oh, good time to teach you about being a vampire. It's like, so, okay, this is trauma like... Trauma dump. Yeah, she is trauma <laughs> she says, if you, It's sweet, though. She says, if you decide, if you want to live like us, it will be hard, especially in the beginning. It might be too hard, and I understand that. We all do. If you want to try it my way, I'll go with you. I can tell you the human mo- who the human monsters are. There are options. Whatever you want. If, if you don't want... Me with you, I'll understand that too, Bo. I swear, I won't follow you if you tell me not to. What is Bo going to do if you're not with him? I know, what? <laughs> Bo Just said yes. around? Be- yeah. Like, you know what, actually, I'm going to find someone else. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> and she's, like, kind of sobbing, but, like, not. Mm-hmm. And this is where she's telling him, oh, I'm so sorry, Bo, you... Um, let's see. I suppose that's a very small thing, though. I should focus on the most important things, the hard things, the very worst things. Oh, I'm so sorry, Bo. You can't see your father or mother again. It's not safe. You would hurt them. You wouldn't be able to help yourself. And there are rules, rules that, as your creator, I'm bound by. We'd both be held responsible if you ran out of control. Oh, her breath caught. There's so much he doesn't know. And that's the biggest difference, I think, mm. with Bo becoming a vampire is, like, he's not ready for this. Yeah, he doesn't know a lot. They haven't discussed all these things. Yeah, he's pretty accepting, but it's, like, it really shows you just, like, how more serious, like, Bella is because when she makes a choice, she knows everything. She yeah. knows all the rules. She knows what she's giving up, but Bo doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't even know he can't see his father or yeah. his mom again. And they've talked already about, like, I want you to have a normal human life. And, you know, she's Mm -hmm. had time to process that. Mm -hmm. It is crazy how much information then follows. Oh, she starts going into the the Voltaire Voltaire (laughs) politics. It's like, okay, is this the time he's in pain? This is a history lesson right now. I listened as much as I could. It wasn't a distraction from the pain. There was no escape. It was better to think about than the fire. Okay, so interesting. It says, like, how betrayal and murder had cut them in half. Someone named Aro had murdered his sister, his best friend's wife. The best friend was Marcus. He was the man I'd seen. So that's the same genders. Mm-hmm. Standing with Kareen, Aro's own wife, Sulpicia, the one with all the masses of dark hair in the painting, had been the only witness she turned him over to marcus and their soldiers there had been some question of what to do aro had a very powerful extra gift like what edith had but more she said and the voltori weren't sure they'd be able to succeed without him but sulpicia searched out a young girl Mili, the one edith had called a serpent and a thief who had a gift of her own okay i'm just gonna stop right here if you're new to this series <laughs> and this is your introduction to the voltori politics when something very big is happening, he's turning yeah. into a vampire. This is a lot. Like, yeah. I know the Twilight story, and I can't follow this. I know. And so if you if you were reading this, this is why I truly think it does not stand alone. Like, you are going to be like, what? This is information. I feel information. like this should have just been left out. I'm yeah. not sure why it's in here. This is important for if the Voltor showed up. Yeah. I don't think they need to know the full backstory right now. All they need to know is that there's people in charge and they have this rule. Yeah. They don't... I don't even think their names need to be said or anything. If if this is a standalone book... Yeah. Which it's supposed to be... And you're introducing this at the end of the story. (laughs) I think the reason she included it was because she knew people would be curious about who these Mm -hmm. characters are and what they do in this universe, but, like... Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't like the idea of just feeding it to us out of people's curiosity. It almost seems like, I feel like a lot of old books would do stuff like this. Like, they just randomly start talking about some random person in their whole life story, and then it's not really brought up again. (laughs) It's like, I honestly, like, I hate to say it, like, I don't care. Like, I don't (laughs) care how the Volturi is, like, different in this universe, because it doesn't, it's taking away right now from what is happening, which is him turning into a vampire. Yeah, I mean, this is crazy. He's turning into a vampire. I feel like it takes away from the emotional. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's he's literally being told that he cannot see his mother and his father again. Mm-hmm. And then a page later, we're being told everything about the Volturi. It's like, <laughs> "Wait, let's process what that really means for a second. Like let it breathe." Yeah. And then she even talks about the other vampires. They don't get into detail, but, like, she told me about other friends all over the world, in Ireland and Brazil and Egypt. So many names. Oh, I know. That's so much. Eventually, Archie stepped in again and told her to prioritize. Edith told me that I would never age, that I would always be 17 like she was. It's crazy Edith didn't even know that. (laughs) Bella knows that. Well, I think she does. I mean, he knows. Yeah, true. I think she's just reminding him Mm -hmm. the gravity of the situation she told me stories to fill in the time and the others took turns helping her kareen sat on the ground next to me and told me the most amazing story about jules's family that her great great grandmother had actually been a werewolf like it's just it's, this is too much it's so much it's and also filling in all the gaps i don't know like you're like when you're in huge pain like you don't want people talking to you <laughs> and like making you think maybe they're trying mm. to distract him but i think that's part of it. So this is also now where we get every single Cullen's backstory, which is, again, such a weird Why is everyone place. coming up and telling I know. Story while he's, like, lying there? It's such a weird place to, like, be dumping this on him. I think, I mean, if... I think it's nice to talk to somebody if they're in pain, like, in the hospital. Or yeah. I'm, I'm, I can picture that But as a reader, but, like, it's, like, weird yeah. to get this at the end of the story. Even Royal took a turn. He yeah. told me about life consumed with vanity, with material things, with ambition. And and they all have different because the all the columns like their backstories are pretty gendered. Like mm-hmm. so, it's interesting to see what Stephanie changed. Like Jasmine told me her story. After all, I guess she decided I was ready now. Um, she'd lost her family too when the men who created her stole her out of warning. She told me about the army she'd belonged to, a life of carnage and death. And then breaking free, she told me about the day Archie had let her find him. So, like, nothing about the Confederate Army or Mm, anything. Interesting. Of course, because a woman wouldn't have been in the Army back Mm -hmm. then. Ernest told me about how his life had ended before he'd killed himself, about his unstable alcoholic (laughs) wife and the daughter he loved more than his own soul. He told me about the night when his wife in a drunken rampage had jumped off a cliff with his little <gasps> daughter in her arms, and how he hadn't been able to do anything but follow after what them. The, so that's that different. That is tragic. So that is really way more sad. Insane. Even though Esme's story is obviously sad, but like she didn't. Yeah. She didn't kill her child. Her child. Well, neither did he. But the spouse. Yeah. Did. Yeah. But I mean, Esme's husband yeah. didn't kill. Yeah. That's just the child. So yeah. awful. That's truly Thank so God. tragic. And also, it's, like, sad because it's just, like, just because she was an alcoholic and unstable, she did that. I guess. 
Eleanor told me about being attacked by a bear and then seeing an angel who took her to Corinne. Corinne, instead of to have, of to heaven, she told me how she thought at first she'd been sent to hell. Justly, she admitted, and then how mm-hmm. she got into heaven after all. Okay, and Royal is crazy. Even Royal took a turn. He told me about a life. You've read this. Um, tell me about the about the only daughter of a powerful man. Exactly what kind of power this man wielded. Royal hadn't entirely understood how Royal had planned to marry her and become heir to the dynasty. How the beautiful daughter pretended to love him to please her father, and then how she watched when her lover from a rival criminal syndicate had Royal <laughs> beaten to death. How she'd laughed aloud the whole time. He told me about the revenge he'd gotten. Royal was the least careful with his words. He told me about losing his family and how none of this was worth what he'd lost. <laughs> Whoa. Poor Eleanor. I know. <laughs> Same but, with poor Eleanor. Okay. Also, while he's, like, while he's, in this case? Yeah, exactly. What a terrible time to bring that Bo up. Bo didn't really get much of a choice. I know. It was life and death it, Yeah, exactly. So, it doesn't seem nice to he, be saying that. <laughs> yeah, he, and also, like, he really didn't even know what he's getting himself into. Like, yeah. this is still the beginning of their relationship. They've only known each other three months. Like, <laughs> he, he didn't know going to this ballet studio was, like, him accepting that he's gonna become wow. a vampire. Three months. I just feel like, like, reading this, you realize, like, okay, Edward and Bella were, like, really committed to each other. They've gone through so much yeah and then when they finally get married it's like okay like you believe it like yeah. but here i'm like nervous for edith and both relationship. <laughs> I'm like, you guys really rushed into this and this is a huge commitment i know i felt i felt that way even before i was like whoa this relationship's going really fast yeah i don't know why i felt this way in this and not twilight I mean, it's kind of moves fast in Twilight, but then how it ends, they just go to prom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, true, true. And they spend more time getting to know each other. They go through a breakup. Like, they really, yeah. like, decide if they mm-hmm. want to be together. Mm-hmm. I said, he's not ready for this. <laughs> I just said he's still wearing his blood-stained jeans when he, like, wakes up. I do not get why they didn't change oh, yeah. his clothes. Yeah, but he had an unfamiliar pale blue shirt on. They changed the shirt, but not the bloodstained teeth. Weren't the clothes, like, would he be, like, frenzied by the smell of the blood know. on his, his own blood? That's a good question. I, I guess I skipped over the him waking up. I said they're not ready for this. Belle and Edward knew each other better. On page four, when's your next note? 370. It's kind of far. Okay, I have 368. Um, Read it. Bo says, oh, well, I guess there are things to say. I mean, there's one important thing, but I wasn't thinking about that. Seeing how frustrated she was by whatever misunderstanding was happening, I was totally honest. I wanted to be alone with you because, well, I didn't want to be rude, but I also didn't want to do this hunting thing in front of Eleanor, I confessed. I figured there was a good chance I would screw something up and don't know Eleanor all that well, yeah, but I have a feeling she would find that pretty funny. Her eyes got wide. You were afraid of Eleanor. Eleanor would laugh at you? Really? That's all? Really? Your turn, Edith. What did you think was happening? She hesitated. I thought you were being a gentleman. I thought you preferred to yell at me alone rather than in front of my family. I froze up again. I wondered if this was going to happen every time I was surprised. It took me a second to thaw out. Yell at you, I repeated. Edith, oh, you were talking about all the stuff you were saying in the car, right? Sorry about that. I, sorry? What on earth are you apologizing for now, Beau Swan? She looked angry. I don't know, just like this whole back and forth. 
this is where I'm like, they really, like, don't know each other. Like, they don't even mm. know each other's intents or, like, where they're coming from. Like That's true. It's, like, cute and, like, geeky, but it's, like, it still feels very <laughs> much like they're in the beginning of their relationship. Yeah. And it's just kind of odd that, like, Bo is so accepting of it and, like, you saved me. Like, it's, like, I don't know. It's too yeah. much. It's, it's pretty crazy. He's a vampire? He says, so that part wasn't a lie. Um, you've been so upset. I know you feel bad about Charlie and my mom, but I guess I'm worried that part of it is because, well, you didn't expect to have me around for very long. You weren't planning for that. Because if that's what it is, don't worry. If you want me to go away after a while, I can. You can show me what to do so I won't get either of us in trouble. I don't expect you to put up with me forever. You didn't choose this any more than I did. I want you to know that I'm aware of that. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Like, Be- Bella knows that Edward means mm-hmm. forever by the time she becomes a vampire. Mm-hmm. And I I just don't understand, like, that Bo could be so cool with it that he's like, you don't even have to be with me. <laughs> I know. I mean, it is, they are definitely less certain than Belle and Edward, but I thought just reading, like, a new book or a new story, I thought this part was interesting and, like, Mm kind of uneasy about how they're acknowledging, like, we haven't been dating that long. Like, I understand if you don't want to be with me forever. Like, I get it. Um, But, yeah, it is, that would never happen I think Twilight and New Moon, Bella and Edward, beginning of New Moon, Mm -hmm. were still a little, like, you know, unsure of where they stood with each other, but, Mm. yeah, they definitely wouldn't be like this by breaking down. No. Bella and Edward, they (laughs) had to go through everything they went through, including, like, the risk of never seeing each other again in New Mm -hmm. Moon, and then, like, everything with Bella really, like, weighing her options in Eclipse... For her choice in Breaking Dawn to, like, mean so much more. hmm This does feel like two really young people just being like, let's just do it. Yeah. Like, I know it's crazy, but let's just be together forever. Like, and it's, okay. like, hard because, like, he never gets to say goodbye to his family. I know. It's sad. But it's weird how, how fine he is with that. Like, it, he's... <laughs> It's kind of like a sociopath or something. <laughs> oh, he's a little bit sad, but he's, like, also happy about this. Mm-hmm. Doesn't finish high school. He doesn't graduate. <laughs> ah! It, it really does feel like such an accident. I know. Wait, what's this part where it says, when I didn't hear headphones, I wish you hadn't. Who has headphones? Oh, I think she watched the video that Joss recorded. Oh, Okay. Attacking, hurting mm. both. Yeah. Oh, I have a question for you. I wrote okay. a question for Kelly. This is the epilogue now. Oh my god. So in the epilogue, instead of going to prom, mm-hmm. they attend Bo's funeral. And they don't attend it, they're so watching dark. on. It's very sad. Would you, if you were Bo, watch your own funeral? Ah! So sad. So dark. It's so sad. And if you're a vampire, you're stuck with that memory forever. I know. Um, gosh, I mean, I don't even know what it's like to be in that situation. That'd be really surreal, and I, I don't even know if sad is, like, the right word. It's mm-hmm. just, like, crazy, but I think yes. Okay. What do you think? 
I think yes, just because, like, you can't take it back. Like, if you decide no, you can never watch it, you know? It is kind of a once-in-a-lifetime. Yeah. I think everybody kind of fantasizes <laughs> about watching their own yeah. funeral. It would be odd to know what's going on right now when you're just missing it. Exactly. To do nothing, I probably. Mean, <laughs> you could hear about it. The other Cullens go. That's they true. could describe That's it in true. great detail. <sighs> it is... So depressing. It's so depressing, but it's also very interesting. Like, I do like mm. that this book ended this way in a way that it is so different from Twilight. And we just get this whole thing that doesn't happen. It is really, really, really sad, mm-hmm. though. I mean, it's interesting, but it's depressing. And it's crazy that, oh, my God. So he watches himself, in quotations, get buried. And it says, I'd seen where they were putting me or what they thought was me. The hole was dug yesterday, right beside Grandma and Grandpa Swan. They'd both died when I was little, so I hadn't known them well. I hoped they didn't mind having a stranger next to them. I didn't know the stranger's name. I hadn't wanted to know every detail about how Archie and Eleanor had faked my death. I just knew that someone roughly my size, who had been recently interred, had taken one last trip. Who had been recently interred had taken one last trip. I assumed that all of the identifiers had been destroyed, teeth, prints, etc. I felt pretty bad for the guy, but I suppose he didn't mind. He hadn't felt anything when the truck veered into a ravine somewhere in Nevada and burst into flames. His family had already mourned. They had a tombstone with his name on it, like my parents had now. What? I wrote those. Like, literally what in capital letters? They took letters. someone's body? That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> That's really bad. That is really bad. Wait, I should know this, but guys, I'm sorry. Remember, I read it, like, over the summer. What did they say was Bo's cause of death? Car accident? That's what I'm assuming from this I passage guess. right here. Was it, like, a fire, too? Oh, yeah. The car had Oh, my planes. God. Uh, that's, like, terrible, because then the other I family know. doesn't, like, get closure, mm-hmm. and, like, the other person can't, like, be at rest. Well, they did say the family mourned and they had a tombstone. Yeah, but they don't did have they the body. Did they take the body? Laid? Did they like dig it up? Is that what they did? That's so sick. Wouldn't the people, the like, humans, disgusting. be able to tell that it's a deeply decomposed body? <laughs> Unless they did it right away. That's Maybe true. they did it right oh away. Oh my gosh. That's uh, fucked up. Also, but, how did they like find someone who had like the same like height I don't and know. stuff? But also, it's like really the other morbid. option, I guess. Couldn't they have just, kind of like a Joe, like, faked it, like, make it seem like he's running away or something? I guess then there could be, like, a whole missing person. Yeah, thing. and that it's could like, draw bad attention yeah, to the Collins. I get why they did it. It's just Ugh, it's very so depressing and sad. Up. Okay, like, I guess we are dealing with vampires here, but sometimes mm. it is shocking when they do stuff like this. I know. It's just like, what the fuck? I mean, actually, I don't think they've ever really done anything like this. No, this is the worst thing they've done. Yeah. I think causing all of that commotion in Midnight Sun <laughs> in that car wreck was pretty bad. Yeah. They definitely could have killed someone then. Yeah, that was, that I was, a li- I mean, I wasn't as horrified as this, but I was like, whoa, that's bad. Yeah, but this. This is, like, awful. Stealing a dead body, that's a crime. At least, at first, like, the way they introduced it, I thought they killed somebody. Me too. I was was like, like, that's (laughs) so bad. I know. That's terrible. I feel like one thing they could have done is, like, Jasper slash Jessamine has 
friends that still drink humans, well, that's fucked up. Yeah. But they could ask them, like... Can we have one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. It's, I mean, that's so not ethical, but, like, at least... It was someone who's gonna... Wait, but I don't but think they needed, this, though. they needed to burn the person, I guess, to make it indis- distinguishable from Bo. Oh, it's oh. just so disturbing. But don't they still do DNA, even on a burned body? Can't they get that? Well, he said they... they Assumed they destroyed the identifier's teeth, fingerprints. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Teeth I don't see how they would pull this I, off. I don't get it either. I feel like there's so much that goes into that. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, I don't get it. So he, he hadn't wrong. felt anything when the truck veered into a ravine somewhere in Nevada and burst into flames. His family had already mourned. So, okay, what happened to this guy? He got in a car accident? I guess. The Collins found out. But how, how, did, how were they conveniently... How, how, why did his family already mourn? I don't get it. Did they, mm, I don't know. Maybe we just gotta. I almost like they might have killed him. Like, did they purposely cause an accident that made him die? Mm. Does anyone have an interpretation <laughs> of this? Let us know. How did they even find out about this so quickly? It's so sad. It's so grim, you know. Taken on one last trip. Charlie and my mom were both pallbearers. Even from this distance, I could see that Charlie looked 20 years older. My so mom sad. looked like she was sleepwalking. Oh, so sad. Even if she hadn't had the casket to hold on to, I'm not sure she would have been able to walk in a straight line across the cemetery lawn. I recognized the black dress she was wearing. She bought it for a formal party and then decided to age her. She'd end up going to the party in red. Charlie wore a suit I'd never seen before. I would guess... It was old rather than new. It didn't look like it would button, and his tie was a little mm. too wide. Yeah, she, she was sagging into Phil, and I knew she needed to lie down. So sad. And then he sees his friends, and he says, I guess they were just crying because it was sad in general. Someone dying when they were only 17. It probably made them think about their own mortality and all of that. I don't care how he already seems like he's acting so wise or something he's like, acting like detached yeah like like because they're young it's like wait you're the same age yeah and also <laughs> like it's just sad like he's he's like dismissing it like it's sad yeah, a person that died. is so bella and, though yeah i know and also like you died i you, know you who you are like you're, you Bo. yeah it's like <laughs> you're like life with your family your friends like being Everything you've ever known is dead. Like, be a little bit more sad about it. I know he is sad, but, like, mm-hmm. the way he's so accepting, like, I was like, this just feels very sociopathic to me. I also don't know if yeah. Bella would watch. I know. I don't think she would, actually. Yeah. Because then even he says, it all seemed to take a really long time. Lowering the casket, mm-hmm. the reverend giving some kind of speech, a sermon... Um, everyone awkwardly forming the obligatory line to speak to my parents. Like, the way, yeah, saying, like, it took a long time, obligatory, like, it sounds like he's like, huh, about his own funeral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they would let my mom leave. Mm. He says, I um, didn't want to think about what my last words to Charlie were, but they were constantly on That's my mind. That's horrible. That is so I don't care how Bo's gonna live with himself. <laughs> That's <laughs> awful. And he's like fine. He's I know. like he's like excited. Wait, did Edith not go to the funeral? No, I think she's there with him watching. No, like as a Oh guest. yeah, no, yeah. The excuse was like, uh, she's too distraught to go. Crazy. Basically, 
This was really, really horrible idea, I told her. Can you imagine when people thought I was your dad, your granddad? I'd probably get locked up, like, talking about if you lived on. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, so, Edith says, best case scenario, I hoped that I would get strong enough that we would, could be together while you were human, that we could be something more, more than just boyfriend and girlfriend. Someday, if you didn't outgrow me, more than just husband and wife. We wouldn't be able to grow old together, but I would have stayed with you while you grew old. I would have been with you through all the years of your life, which, yeah, it would be weird if this old man was with the 17-year-old. Mm. So she smiled hesitantly. That, would have, that wouldn't have bothered me, and if anyone had locked you up, I would have busted you out. But you would have married me, I asked. <laughs> really? Now she smiled wider. I still will, Ar- Archie Cena. I blinked a few times. Wow, I'm super flattered. <laughs> you would really marry me, Edith? Is that a proposal? I thought for half a second. Sure. Sure it is. Will you? (laughs) She threw her arms around me. Of course I will. Whatever you want. So, okay, that's their engagement. That is so lame. I'm sorry. They just watched. (laughs) They just watched. The funeral. Bo's funeral. They got engaged right after the funeral. Right after the funeral. By him saying, sure, sure, will you marry me? (laughs) Why include that? Oh, no. And they've only been dating for three months. No ring. They've just been dating for three months. And and the way they're, like, shocked. The way he's like, you'd marry me? Yeah. Um, yes. She just turned you into a vampire. I know. They're going to be stuck together forever. That's a bigger commitment than marriage, you idiot. But also, it's crazy. They're too young. <laughs> they are very young. Okay, I know. Edward and Bella get married, like, a year later. But but, but they go through so much in that yeah. time. Like, and it, it, like, feels believable that they're getting proposed to. And it's a big grand proposal. And they... What, and, they talk about it before yeah. they get engaged. And there's a difference, I feel, it's still wicked young, but, like, between graduating high school and getting married and then still... I mean, they didn't even get married yet. Maybe yeah. they will... Maybe this will be a long proposal. Maybe they will be engaged for a long time. I mean, a long engagement. Um, who knows? But, yeah, it just doesn't feel as special. It's, it's sociopathic, because in the next paragraph, <laughs> it's about his, like, his, um final words to charlie like it's just nothing about it is romantic at all i know it's just like an agreement yeah sure sure okay oh oh (laughs) you would that's it that's it that's all you're gonna do well i mean it makes sense like bella bella wasn't like a believer in marriage but like it's funny like i feel like if we if we were really translating the character Bo would be like no. Marriage is marriage. a piece of paper. Yeah, marriage is ending abortion out, Edith. <laughs> Get over it, Edith. I'm not yeah. going to marry you. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I guess now no rules are being broken. Mm-hmm. Would they wait till marriage to sleep together, do you think? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Edith would say, let's wait. I'm worried about your soul. And mm. then Bo would not question it, probably. I think it's interesting this part, like, a little before that on 374, just talking about, like, the plans. It's like, mm-hmm. um, Corinne spent more time with Charlie. I knew she was apologizing for Edith's absence. This is what you said. Explain yeah. that she'd been too distraught to come. This is more than just an excuse for Edith to be with me today. It was laying groundwork for the next school year when Edith would continue to be so distraught that Ernest would decide to homeschool her. Mm. So. I'm thinking these things through. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I just think it's, like, crazy he's still, like, shocked by her feelings for him, too. It's, like... I know. You're literally in her family now. They're in very deep. Like, 
very soon. And also the way you're like, I'll go off and do my own thing. What? That's so depressing. I know. Like, a, a real, like, human being. I guess you're not human anymore, but, like, a real soul would be, like, I'm not going to go off on my own. I'm scared. I yeah. Know. I oh I was God. shocked. So the werewolves show up now. Yeah. Like, you broke the treaty. And they say Sam. And I'm like, what? They didn't change Sam? No. But Sam's We knew a that, girl. didn't we? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was in the last oh. part. Oh, was it? Yeah. I forget uh, why it was relevant. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so um, she's a girl. So Liam must end up being a boy. I guess so. And so Bo is, like, talking to Bonnie and stuff. It's kind of awkward. Do you think Bo, Bonnie owes Charlie the truth? Well, I think yes. I mean, I don't As know if friend. she can say the full truth, but, like, well, I guess we'll get to how it ends, but they don't tell Charlie anything, no, right? No, they and don't. Nobody even goes to see him or, I don't know, um... And I wrote, like, at the end of the book that my wish for this, because it's already so fucking sad, like, mm-hmm. the way he leaves Charlie yeah. fighting Couldn't with him. Couldn't be any sadder. So sad that he's dead, and that Charlie, that's the last time Charlie talked to his son. So I just wish that they had a little part where, like, Bo maybe, like, appeared to Charlie and was, like, sparkling or something. Yeah. And is like, I love you. And, like, maybe Charlie could think it's an angel or something. And yeah. then he runs away. And, like, maybe that's wicked cheesy. Yeah. But maybe it could even just be, like, leaving a note or something that says, like, I love you. Or, like, just something yeah. that's, like, the poor guy. And, and like, at this point, like, at least in Breaking Dawn, first of all, we know that Charlie does find happiness because he does get to be a part of the Collins family. He gets yeah. to meet Renesme. Like, he's fine. Yeah. But he also, like, is having a budding romance with Sue Clearwater. At this point, Charlie is alone. Mm-hmm. Like, he just got Bo back and is, like, so happy about it because he's been missing Bo all this time. He's mm-hmm. still not over Renee. Mm-hmm. Then his child dies and he's oh literally alone. To top that off, his best friend, Bonnie, knows that his son is still alive yeah how can you be friends with someone who's grieving their child <laughs> i know you and don't you say anything never say anything like i get why she can't say anything but mm-hmm. like as a friend like how do you live with yourself couldn't it be a secret yeah because is bonnie in any danger for telling charlie that like who, i don't know who's enforcing the werewolf yeah rules? there's no voltori for the werewolves how would anyone find out i mean i guess hypothetically the voltori might come and maybe try to destroy the wolves i think that's a risk charlie's willing to take couldn't bonnie just like grab him and be like listen to me i have yes. a secret like, yeah. if you tell anyone you'll die yeah seriously like, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no one would know yeah obviously charlie would be like what what and obviously charlie would want to then go see Bo and stuff yeah. like that but i what's just what's wrong with that i think bonnie should cut charlie out honestly i know she probably mm. feels like she needs to take care of him but like i just no i you know i don't know but bonnie owes him something as so friend. sad it's interesting, Bonnie says she, like, she put it together at the funeral. Mm. I said that Billy's honestly nicer, which is surprising to say. Mm. Bonnie acts like Bo is like not even Bo anymore. 
Bonnie, it's me. She winced at my voice. I guess to Bonnie, like, Bo might as well be dead anyway. Yeah. True. So that's why it's not, like, Charlie, Bo is fine and he's happy, you know, because, like, she doesn't see it that way. Bonnie says, if they hadn't gotten involved with you, this would have never happened. Charlie's life wouldn't be broken in pieces. You'd still be the boy I knew. This is a weird explanation. Um, Bo says... That he smells really good. Yeah, sorry guys. I just saw it and then I lost it. Fine, there's something you didn't know about me. I used to smell really good to vampires. It's like not really that relevant. And then kind of like tries to justify it. Like if the Collins hadn't been here, those other vampires would still have come to Forks and might have killed more than me while they were here. But I can mm. promise you, if Charlie had survived, he would be missing me just the same. I Maybe? don't think that's necessarily true. Like, I yeah. don't know if the other vampires arrived, they would have, like, found you in your house. Mm-hmm. And also, like, there's the argument of, like, well, the van would have crushed me anyway. But, like, Edith could have just saved you from the truck and then not, ha- like, and then yeah. everything else could have been avoided. Like, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Yeah, I mean, I love, I mean, I'm happy Edward and Bella, like, got together yeah. and stuff. But I'm not happy about this ending. Because <laughs> it's incomplete, it's like, mm-hmm. it's too bittersweet. I think it's cool that, like, he became a vampire, and that even that they go to the funeral, but I wish there was something for, for Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. And I do say, though, like, with Twilight, like, Bella can't have it all. Like, she did kind of get everything, but... Maybe this we is... actually like that. <laughs> I know, I do. I just can't. Charlie's gonna be literally like depressed the rest of his life. Literally, like no reason for living. So, this is not a happy ending. I'd rather Bo be depressed than Charlie. Yeah. You know. I guess we have to be careful what we wish for. I know. said we wanted higher stakes. I know, right? (laughs) I would have been fine if one of the Collins died. Yeah, that's totally different. It is different. (laughs) Because they've lived a long life and I don't know. This is so tragic. So, yeah, they talk to Bonnie, and then she leaves. Mm-hmm. I guess they come to an understanding that, well, it says Jules will know soon enough. Okay. Well, if she know, can know about me, can you tell her that I'm happy? It's not so bad, this whole vampire thing. Bonnie shuddered. I'll tell mm-hmm. her what you said. Thanks, Bonnie. Um, she leaves. There's a tear coming out of the corner of Bonnie's eye. Mm, very sad. Wolves leave. Hoped it wasn't the last time I would see Bonnie. Gotta assume that they're gonna leave, though, right? Yeah. Um, now we're on the last page. Mm-hmm. It's been a long day, a hard one, but I want you to know that you're extraordinary and I love you, which is what you just said. Pulled her tight against me. I can handle anything as long as you're with me. She wrapped her arms around my neck. Then here I will stay. Forever, I said. Forever, she agreed. I leaned down until my lips found hers. Forever was going to be amazing. What a boring last line. Forever was going to be amazing. What's the last line of Twilight? I should that he know presses this. his lips to her neck. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, the last line of Breaking Dawn when we're doing the forever. Mm-hmm. Isn't it's like... And then we continued blissfully into this small but perfect piece of our forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we beat on boats against the current, born back ceaselessly into, into the past. past. 
I do know that last line. Is this, like, a page with last line? Yeah, but, like, that was, like, right after the sentence, so it seemed like it was, like, together. Forever was going to be amazing. That is no... Forever is going to be amazing compared with, and then we continued blissfully into the small but perfect piece of our forever. No. That's, again, like, dumbing down Bo's page (laughs) because he's a boy. What was the line last time? Oh, that she saw me as food? Yeah, right? she saw me as food. Yeah, I mean, this... No. <laughs> and then that's it. That's the end. Then we get another... We get an afterward. It also feels like, now what? Yeah. I don't know. They don't even have a child or anything. <laughs> I guess Maybe I like Renesmee now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, the wedding guess... is a lot sadder. Like, yeah. his family is not there. I guess they'll travel or something, but it's kind of... I don't know. They just don't even know each other yet. They're yeah, f- I feel like their first time together, like honeymoon, it won't be as special. No. It's not like I've been waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> I just think like what makes a good love story involves the struggle, the conflict. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in real life, but in fiction mm-hmm. especially. So that way when you get to the triumphant wedding scene Mm -hmm. when they're together it just feels so much more meaningful and romantic and like amazing and this is just like you're two dumb kids who just like (laughs) rush into this and now you're (laughs) stuck with this i don't know i just i don't like it i know it is sort of a downer ending Mm -hmm. even though it tries to like turn it around and be happy in the very end it feels delusional to be happy about it (laughs) because it's like how can you be so like yeah he's like it's not so bad it's not so bad and we're gonna be together or forever we're gonna get married (laughs) like it's like you just lost your mom and dad and that's what you're focused on your relationship like i know bella like disregards her family but like she still is a little bit more conflicted Mm mm-hmm she weighs the 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 cons Mm -hmm. i don't know should we read the afterword yeah let's just read it okay so it says we meet again gentle reader (laughs) okay i know it's a lot to expect you to read both a forward and an afterword but there are a few things i wanted to say that i couldn't include in the beginning without spoiling the fun of your read So obviously I've cheated. I did not stay true to the original story in the conclusion of my swap, and I am not sorry. It was exciting, and I very much enjoyed writing the alternate ending. But let me be quick to say the fact that Bo becomes a vampire has nothing at all to do with the fact that he's a boy, not a girl. The change also does not mean that I prefer it to the original or think that the original was wrong. This has always just been the big what if and i wanted to see what it would feel like if twilight had been the end of the story if like Bo bella had left the airport just five minutes earlier there's a lot of happiness in Bo and edith coming together and taking away the stumbling block between them so much earlier but there's also great sadness as a human bella had to endure a lot more pain than Bo did but in the end i know she would tell you it was all worth it Bo will be fine more than fine he'll be very happy but you'll always have the one big regret. Bella was able to put her house in order, and she's confident she got the best version of the story. So that is the end of Bo and Edith's story. You are free to imagine the rest. When, where, and how they get married. What Victor might try to do in order to get revenge. What Bo and Jules will say to each other when they meet again. And if Bo and Royal will ever become friends. Whether the Voltoria led by Sulpicia are a more benign, less corrupt organization. I think so.
Well, if they're less corrupt, like, what is the conflict? I know. True. <laughs> Tell Charlie. <laughs> Whatever. I hope you've enjoyed a different look at Twilight that really isn't very different at all, except for the end, which I don't apologize for. <laughs> Again, thank you for everything you've meant to me in the last 10 years. Thank Aww. you, Stephanie. P.S. I didn't make a playlist for this one as I usually do because the music I'm listening to now didn't exist in 2005 when the story begins and that felt off. But if you are interested, the soundtrack inside my head for this one was basically three albums. Royal Blood by Royal Blood, Seeds by TV on the radio, and 2.0 by Big Data. That's funny because a song by TV on the radio and from 2.0 by Big Data were in... I'm pretty sure I put in one of our playlists. Is that what she named um, Rosalie Royal? <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. So that's it, that's everybody. It. The Twilight Saga. Putting an end. We've read Life and Death. We've read... Life and Death. Like every single Twilight book, except I guess the graphic novels. I am very happy that some people loved this. Me too. And like, I did have fun sometimes reading it it wasn't like a horrible experience for me but i don't think i'll ever read it again me neither <laughs> life is short and i just don't have the time <laughs> life is short because we're not immortal yeah true very true <laughs> that's it i had fun covering it though mm-hmm. and it's it's surreal to finally be done with it because for three years now we've been saying we're gonna cover it we're gonna cover it and we haven't read it yet we have so don't you dare say we didn't cover it (laughs) yeah we did it's so funny because as i mentioned someone spoiled the ending for me at the festival um when i said i hadn't finished it and i had no idea how it ended and then this person just goes i was so sad when bo died and i was like what (laughs) i didn't finish it um but so what so, did you think when you heard I that? thought Bo died died like wow. died and so but then wow. when I, I did jump ahead and see an epilogue and I was like okay how can there be an epilogue if mm. he if he died so yeah. then I thought that this person just was pranking me and mm. that you were in on it no. so it was still like <laughs> it was still a surprise to see that he became a vampire which I feel like I might have known years ago but somehow forgotten so yeah I unfortunately had like just googled it and read about Mm -hmm. it and spoiled it for myself which is kind of too bad because it probably would have been really shocking but honestly i'm horrible i always read the end of books really yeah i just always do it it's hard for me to stop nothing totally (laughs) shocked me twilight like i knew that about renesme before Mm -hmm. i read it and stuff like that it kind of i mean i weirdly enjoy like sometimes knowing like, I'll try to tease it. Like, I'll read a page and be like, stop mm, it. I do, like, too. Don't do it. And then sometimes I do read something that I'm like, oh, my God. And then it is kind of fun to figure out, like, how are we going to get to that Yeah, point? same. Because I don't true. know. It's it's almost like, oh, my God. I know. I don't know. I'll do, like, I'll look for, like, names. I'll jump ahead <laughs> yeah. and be like, okay, is this character still around? Is this character important? But, like, I, I'll never read, like, a full sentence. Don't you hate when you look ahead in a book and you start seeing names you don't know? And yes. Like, what? Who are they? <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me this jumps ahead 20 years. You have to meet someone else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're like, you don't see the name else. of who you think is like going to be the love interest. Yeah. And you're oh, like, so Wait. Oh. <laughs> I remember when I got the last Harry Potter book, and this is before the movies mm-hmm. and stuff, like I 
did read the very end. Not, like, right away, but I did read it before it was done. Oh, and I was no. like, wow. Oh, my God. He's... He has kids. I'm like, okay. You honestly seem like someone who would be too disciplined to do that. I'm kind of shocked that you jump ahead. I don't always. I think it's like when I'm really into a book. Yeah. I, I like can't help myself. But if I'm like, if I'm just reading it for like literature's sake or like mm-hmm. nonfiction or something, like yeah. I wouldn't do it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got it. I guess it's a bad habit. It is a bad habit. I feel like it would come with a lot of grit. I recently, I just, I'm addicted to Survivor. Mm-hmm. So I, I Google things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, what's this person up to now? Yeah. It's, I can't Google anything. No, you cannot. Spoilers just come up, like, when I don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. So I just can't, like, see anything. I was wanted to rewatch a clip I had just watched. And, of course, I go to the comments. And then I see who Ugh. is in the finale. Like, you just yeah. can't. So now I have to watch all, like, what, 40 seasons before I Google anything. <laughs> I guess so. I would like to get back into that. Yes. You should before March when the next season starts. Mm, maybe I'll just watch the new one. I would yeah. like, like, my family used to be so into it. Like, we watched it when I was in kindergarten and watch it together, like, for years. And mm. I would like to watch, I know you said the editing was bad, but I would like to watch some of the earlier seasons. Yeah, I wish I started with that because comparing it to the new ones where it's just, like, the editing is so good, mm-hmm. it's, like, it just kind of wa- feels mm-hmm. like watching a home video. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if, like, I remember there was, like, Australia and China, like, I wonder what the editing was like for those. Those were early seasons, but... Yeah, I hear my I cousin know. Liam said China's really good. Hmm. Cool, Mel. Well, that was life and death. Life and death. Death and <gasps> life. That would be the Midnight Sun. Death and death life. And life. <laughs> or noon moon. Noon moon. <laughs> <laughs> what else could it be? <laughs> Guys, share your celestial twilight ideas. Yeah, names. yeah. <laughs> share some celestial names for <laughs> Stephanie to get inspired. I did like that fake name Moonchild. You liked it? Yeah. I thought you didn't like it. Oh, I mean, I don't like that that girl made it up, oh, but yeah. I think that it's, like, a pretty good name. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and there's so many things you could do. I was even thinking, what if you somehow added a day of the week in there? Oh. What, what day of the week sounds, like, the most, like, celestial? I think any could be. Yeah. Saturday. I think Monday could be Yeah, Monday. Good. Monday with something else, obviously. Like, Monday... Rain. Monday rain, yeah. That's not celestial, though. Can we start getting into weather? Well, because, I mean, we have times of the day. Yeah. So, like, a day of the week. <laughs> um, could we do planets? Yeah, I was thinking the same mm-hmm. planet. Um, but it has to be a cool-sounding one. Jupiter Monday. Mm. um monday mars monday mars saturday saturn oh (laughs) just saturn saturn yeah and there's a way you could tie it in there's just like a word you could use i don't know like a metaphor of some Mm -hmm. sort that connects 
Venus has a lot of storms. Oh, Venus, yeah. So, if they have and a you lot could of problems. tie it to the goddess of <laughs> yeah. Venus. Yeah, like something. Some they should not do, I think. Like Pluto. Pluto, just well, silly. it's goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Urana- Disney. Uranus. <laughs> no. Or Uranus, as teachers can... would try to pronounce it. <laughs> All the middle school yeah. teachers would No, say. it's Uranus. Yeah, you can't do Uranus. <laughs> Earth. You can't do Earth. Earth, no. It's just not exciting enough. Um, what are the other planets? Mercury. Okay. Mercury. Oh, I like Mercury. Jupiter. Mercury Monday. I said that. Just served us nine pizzas. Just served nine? What is us it? Us nine pizzas. What's the end one? Neptune. Neptune, yeah. Neptune's good. Neptune I like. It's a cool word. Just... So Jupiter, mm-hmm. served, Saturn, mm-hmm. us, Uranus, <laughs> nine, Neptune, pizzas, Pluto. Okay. I feel like we're missing one. I think some people say pies. I'm sure people have all different kind mm. of things to remember that. I re- yeah, Mars. My very eager mother just served us nine pizzas. Oh, my very Venus, eager. Earth. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Mars. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh Everyone's just the listening to do the planets. What about some out there planets? Do you know any? I know. Well, like really far away things. Do they, do they have names? The, think, the planets yeah. in the other galaxies? Oh, I don't know about planets, but at least stars. Oh, yeah. Stars, yeah. for sure. The Big Dipper. No. <laughs> what the if big, that was the like name? Diaper. <laughs> the Big Dipper. What's the other name for the Big Dipper? Is there another name for that? There definitely is, but I don't know. I'm sure there's, like, some pretty Latin name. You could do Milky Way for the mm. Milky Way galaxy. The Big Dipper. I could see Stephanie doing that, and I would be pissed. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's called Milky Way? But, re- <laughs> <laughs> but remember, though, like, the imagery for the Midnight Sun release was space-related. Yeah, I was like, this is not Midnight Sun. Why would they show pictures of stars? Hmm. I see like something comet. Comet, yeah. <laughs> uh, I keep thinking of the word rising. <laughs> rising, yeah. <laughs> like no, that's just astrology things. A cancer rising is <laughs> the name. That would be like too, that's too much. yeah, too much. I don't think she would necessarily like no. dip into astrology. Yeah, the Big Dipper though. <laughs> big Dipper Rising. <laughs> the Big Dipper Rising. What are the other constellations? Like I feel like I'm drawing a balloon. All I know is like Orion. Oh yes. Okay. But that's like a name, right? That would be. Odd. What about asteroid? Asteroid. <laughs> She's a little too spacey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Celestial, though. Like, what is celestial when it comes down to it? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? Black hole. Yeah, black hole. Oh, super massive. <laughs> <laughs> Grass. Grass? I don't know. It's the oh. Earth. It's on the Earth. Can we get into, like, the ocean? Mm. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. That might be too weird. That has really nothing to do with vampires. I mean, none of this has anything no. to do with vampires. But they do, like, at least... By typical lore, like live by the night. Mm, true. Stars. Just stars. Just. What if it was just called star? Yeah, star. You know, simples. <laughs> star. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, Stephanie, we've given you a lot of ideas. 
So I think that might have been what's holding her back from writing yeah. another book is like she doesn't know what she would title it. So she needs a name. We gave her some ideas. Well, this is a long episode, <laughs> guys. I was just looking at it. <laughs> it's long. So we should wrap it up, I yeah. guess. But we're just having a great time. We are. We love you guys. We've got a plane to catch. See you next time. Bye. You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.